At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to Victory Drive, everybody. Um, on this episode, we have in Mitch Smith. He's a good buddy of mine that I was in the Army with. I went, We went to Afghanistan together. We worked at Vestas together on the wind turbines. Um, he's just a guy that I've known since, oh, I was probably, I guess, 18, 19. He's just a grade-A quality dude. Um, he was on the last that uh, the scout reunion podcast that we did that little series with all the guys from the scout platoon he was on that too um so if you listen to that then you're gonna hear a familiar voice uh on this episode we talked about bear hunting a lot um because i got the what we got the wyoming bear camp coming up may 27th through through the 31st and mitch he went bear hunting in washington and he got a real nice looking bear. Uh, so we talked about that f- quite a bit. And we also talked about like some men's health stuff and um, just all sorts of shit. Uh, kind of went, we went in a lot of different places, but that's just how conversations go. And that's the way I like to do them. I don't like to, I don't like to make this, this podcast feel like, um, like a talk show, like interview. So we just got to get in here. Let the beers flow a little bit and let the conversation go. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I had a lot of fun with it. It's always fun getting in and talking to an old friend like Mitch Smith. So with that said, um, some some of the partners that make this ship float, all right? Uh, Mountain Ops, code VICTORY for 20% off. Um, you guys want to get in. Get in a little bit better shape. It's getting close to winter time. I know it's whitetail season, so a lot of people are probably slack on the gym. Trained all year for hunting season, and you're right in the thick of it now. So um, don't forget about Mountain Ops because they do have what a, an item that's probably pretty popular right now, and it's Ignite. All right, they have some really awesome, cool new flavors. Wild Orchard just came out. So if you want to get yourself some of that stuff, use code VICTORY for 20, 20% off. And also, um, Drizzly Coolers. Um, talk about them every week. Partner, our uh, title partnership here with Grizzly Coolers. Great A people. Awesome outdoorsmen. Um, just really good people over at Grizzly Coolers. Right down the street in Decor, Iowa. Use code WCB for 15% off. They make, in my opinion, the world's best hard-sided coolers. And we talked about their soft-sided coolers last week a little bit. Um, I just, if you're in the market for 
keeping keeping things cold, um, then check out Grizzly Coolers. They also make awesome box blinds if you're into that kind of thing. Um, I don't have a Grizzly box blind because I don't really have anywhere to put one. But if you are a person that has some really nice land, maybe you have a beautiful food plot and you have a bunch of tree stands around it or something like that, and you're like, yeah, man, it'd be really nice to be able to take the kids out and be comfortable, then why don't you just throw up, buy yourself a Grizzly box blind, throw it up there, super comfortable, and uh, try it out. So, all right. And also, we did talk about Africa quite a bit, too. Um, But I'll reiterate those African dates for Africa Hunt Camp, August 26th through September 3rd. Let me know if you want to go. Um, Gunner Bo, just hit me up, all right? And that'll about do it. So I want to keep this one a little uh, short today, the intro short. Ain't got much to talk about, uh, really, my whitetail season. It's been it's been going. Um, had some good encounters with some good bucks. Just haven't gotten, any, gotten anything on the ground yet. Uh, still got a lot of a lot of November left, but it is lockdown up here, and it is getting tough. But it's just kind of ebbs and flows, you know. That's the ebb and flow of the rut. They get locked down for a bit, and there's not a lot of activity going on. It's been very warm, like fucking mid sixties. So uh, that's that sucks too a little bit, but it is comfortable, I guess. Just kind of sucks for movement, movement a little bit. Um, so yeah, kind of struggling with that a little bit, but it's all right. It's still, this is the time of year that we all live for. So get out there, enjoy it, have a good time, and try not to take life too seriously, I suppose. So hope you guys enjoy, enjoy the episode. Peace. Mitchell P. Smith, Esquire the Third. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, dude. Uh, so, thanks for coming in again. Yep. Um, last time we heard from you was during the whole scalp tune re- <laughs> reunion at the yeah. at the studio at the big the big boy studio. Yep. Um, what you been up to since then? Not a lot, man. Just working, and you know, pretty much it. Just working. You know, lift weights now. Yes, that's nice. Pretty much all I do. Well, you look good, dude. You're looking real good. I've been trying. <laughs> um, what do you do for work? I know, obviously, but um, I work on wind turbines. Careful. Yeah, yeah. What kind of what kind of turbines? I work on well, they're Vestas mm-hmm. V116s. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I've done for the past four years. Nice, because. Uh, so I asked as a loaded question because I already knew, but right. because we we worked together for quite a while. Obviously, we're in the army together. If anyone listened back on the Scott reunion episodes, we were in the army together. We were in the same platoon. Uh, went to the stand together, came back, and 
I went active duty. Mitch, you. So after the guard, after our after Afghanistan, because you went you went active for a little bit, didn't you? And then no, or no, you I got changed out. your MOS though. Yeah, I got out, and then I uh, joined the. Res- oh, I got out for like two weeks. Yeah, and I joined the reserve as a sixty-eight alpha, which is biomedical equipment maintenance technician. So yeah, so yeah. that three times fast. Yeah, so you're fixing like medical shit. Yep, like X-rays and X-ray machines that got that kind of shit. Yep, just fixing it. Yeah, right, okay. basically reading schematics, you know, and that was, you know, I was always pretty good at fixing stuff, but I had no idea when it came to electronics or anything about it. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. You've always been really handy. Like you've always, you've worked on vehicles and shit your whole life. Right. And done that kind of thing. Like just your typical small town, Iowa redneck type shit. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah. And then, so I was like, well, I got out and I was like, well, I guess I should probably try to learn something from the army because... You know, a transferable skill, I guess you'd say. There's not really mm-hmm. much call for an infantryman in the civilian world. Not really. No. There's not. Not really. There's not. <laughs> not unless, I guess, maybe if something crazy happened. But, yeah, that's not really a transferable skill. You don't walk into a, a job and be like, yeah, this is my skill set. Right. You're like, oh, sweet. You're hired as a accounting manager. You know? Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just, it, yeah. So... That's why I did that. Um, after that, I became an industrial electrician. Did that for two years, and then you got me hired on at Vestas. And yeah, that's pretty yep. much where we we were at the same site. That that ruled though. That was like back fun. then. That was fucking pretty sweet, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty fun. <laughs> it, was, it was me, you, and Matt Moon. He's been on the podcast a handful of times too. Like yep. everyone knows him by now. But we all work together and. Dude, that fucking that was the that was the shit for a little while there at least. I used to pick on Matt quite a bit. Yeah, he used to get so mad at me. Yeah, like the one because <laughs> like because he knew you before. Yep, and he didn't know you like super well, but he knew you. And I don't know. I guess it's, he probably knew you well enough, but it's just like like us spending a year in Afghanistan together. It's like you talk shit. Like that's oh, like your yeah. that's like your. That's what I do. <laughs> Your favorite thing to do is like you just talk shit to everyone yeah. about everything. Like you yeah. find every little thing. You're just like, I'm just gonna fucking pick them apart. Start poking, you know. <laughs> start start poking. And there's time. There's times in Afghanistan, you know, too, where it's just like, okay, Mitchie's on one today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just better avoid him. Yeah, we better just leave him in the in the cave. But <laughs> yeah. no, but I don't think Matt really understood it until working with you full-time, spent eight hours a day every day together. Right. Then up in a turbine, fucking trying to fix shit, and he's carrying rocks up and yeah. complaining about how heavy his pack <laughs> is. And it's like, well, yeah, you got a yeah, pouch you got full a, of rocks. You got a handful of rocks in here, bro. What are you doing? That's <laughs> like three pounds of rocks. Of course it's going to be heavy. Right. <laughs> we give him a lot of shit about the rocks. <laughs> yeah, Because he's, like, he's a big rock guy. There's rocks, funny. fossils, and all sorts of weird shit. But yeah. That was hilarious. But we had a good time, though. That was a... That's what we're getting at. And then I, I left because I was working on wind turbines too, yep. obviously. And then I left to go to GE for a little bit better pay and a little closer to home and shit. Because yep. that site that we were working at was right out your back door. Basically. Yeah, it's 10 minutes from my house. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. And I'm doing well now there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can't complain. I couldn't go anywhere else for that kind of money. So, yeah. So, you know. There you go. Just a little bit closer. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it, it it's not a bad job by any means. And now you're you're like a tech three fucking yep. super super tech, so that's awesome. Well, I wouldn't go as far as say that, but 
you know, I, I'd say it. Yeah. I, I'll say it, Mitch. Okay. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, what, cause it's not like a bad job. It's just, uh, it's one of those things. Like I, I left and went to GE and then on um, that site, uh, the contract dissolved mm-hmm. basically. So Alliant didn't renew their contract. So it's like, well, what now? What yep. are we doing? And, uh, when that was going down, we there's a bunch of us text there and we're all looking for new jobs. Cause we're like, well, what's going to happen here? There's a lot of like hearsay about what was going to happen and if they're going to fire us or tell us to go travel or get out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I started looking around and then, um, they gave us a contract saying like, Hey, you know, if you stay with the site until it's gone, then we'll pay you like, I think it was like five grand or something I'm like, Hmm. All right. Okay. So I did that. And luckily I found my job at OMU now and then working there and they let me stay there throughout the contract. So I got that five grand in sure. and got to start with OMU right away. Um, after that was done. So that was cool. But I never really looked into getting out of wind until I was forced to. Mm-hmm. And then now that I'm out, I'm like, fuck, dude. It's just kind of nice not climbing them fuckers right. every day and working in cramped spaces and all that shit. But I will say there was a stint where I left wind for, I think it was like nine months. Mm-hmm. And I will say that it was probably the worst mistake that I had made. Leaving wind. Oh yeah, you know, I the place I went to, um, I felt unsafe. It was oh. an unsafe feeling. Mm-hmm. Like know. physically, yeah. Or like, okay, I, I risked my life almost daily going there. What was it? I worked in a you foundry. Just, okay, I was gonna say you don't have to say what company, but right. what the job I worked was. in a foundry as an industrial electrician. Oh. And there's like molten. aluminum spewing all over the place that's like uh dust in there yeah that's like the shit you'd see on the movies when they're talking about like why why child labor laws are a thing now yeah yeah because they're like oh we can have children working in these iron factories right (laughs) again (laughs) yeah we can so that is something like that yeah it was you know it was a foundry you know it was hot and dirty you know it was just dusty did you leave to do that? Um, was, were they paying more or something? Or uh, no, they okay. they did some stuff that I wasn't exactly fond of at at Vestas, and mm. I didn't it, I didn't agree with it. And right. uh, a lot of people left yeah. over the ordeal, and then uh, I'm sure a lot of them come back too. But um, when I came back, they pretty much nixed that whole thing and. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Yep. <laughs> was it was it, was it COVID? Yeah. Was that the thing? Okay. Yeah. Yes. So that's, that's what vaccine. I figured. Yeah. Because uh, that's man, that was tough. Because GE they did the same thing. Like where they're yeah. like they came down. They're like, all right, everyone's got to get the vaccine. And we're like, fuck. And I work with a bunch of guys that are similar similarly minded as me. It's like not, it's not that we're anti-vax either. It's like we're we're not right. anti-vax. Just I didn't feel right putting uh well, untested un- vaccine un- yeah an untested on like it's a brand new untested vaccine i'm like i don't want to i don't want to put experimental drugs in my body right you know i want to put if i want to put recreational drugs in my body that's different right. it's not experimental we know what cocaine and stuff does right and we, we know there's a reason there's well-founded research right on cocaine and heroin so it's fine right. to do i think but it's experimental drugs that throw me off I'm like i don't know especially when it comes with like the whole, we look at the whole thing, like the whole rushing of the 
vaccine and all that stuff. I'm like, I just don't feel comfortable doing it right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe later in life, maybe once I see what, kind of what's going on, I can right. make that decision myself because we are Americans and we can make those decisions right for ourselves, I feel like. And, uh, yeah, so then I just said, I don't want to get it. And then they're like, well, you have to have a, either you get a religious exemption or that's it. I'm like, okay. So I filled out the religious, religious exemption form. And it was just like a lot of the other guys, my site did and everyone else got approved. Mine didn't. Why? Um, you're not religious enough. I guess so. (laughs) I guess all the other guys that (laughs) have never been to church were more religious than I am. Right. But, uh, no, we're, I don't know. I don't know why. Like, honestly, hate to say it, but it's like we all kind of looked at what each other were putting in. Like we had one guy put it in and his got passed. So we're like, okay, let's just copy what he Carbon did. Carbon copy. And I changed it up a little bit, made it in my own words. And I did other, I, I cited some things and I just, I changed it up a little bit, but it's generally the same kind of thing. But mine didn't get approved. I'm like, what the fuck? Right. And so I talked to HR and shit and then they're like, well, you know, you can put it in again and try that. But the deadline is like, Yes, tomorrow to have it in. I'm like, okay, <laughs> fuck. So I filled it back out, put it back, send it back to them. And then they send it back like three or four days later and it, it didn't pass. Like, it's too late, buddy. Yeah. It didn't pass. I'm like, well, what the fuck? I mean, why, why is it not passing? Like it wasn't like your reasons weren't um, strong enough, I guess. Like they didn't have, they weren't good enough reasons. I'm like, okay, now I'm getting pissed. I'm like, okay, so should I send it back in? They're like, sorry, the deadline's up. Right. The deadline's the deadline. I'm like, well, I'm not getting this. I'm not getting the vaccine. Like, I'm just not doing it. And you're like, well, you know, fucking, you gotta do what you, you got. Right. You gotta do, and we gotta do what we so gotta do. Kind like, of thing. You're just a number. Yeah, that's basically what it boiled down to. And I, I freaked out. I'm like, okay, well, I told the HR that I was getting pissed. I, this is me emailing her back and forth over the extent of quite a long time, <clears throat> and I told her, like, okay, well, I guess I'll have to go talk to a lawyer and figure that out, that whole thing out, because this is kind of fucked up, and. uh She's like, okay, well, I guess that's that. And I'm like, okay. So I told my boss, I'm like, hey, you know, I guess <laughs> it is what it is, boss. It's been a fun ride. Yep. And uh, he's he was mad. So he sent some shit to his boss and was kind of figuring out what was going on. And uh, well, fucking few weeks later, I got an email from, like, the president yep. saying, like, hey, real sorry about all this. This is kind of crazy. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, don't worry about it. You got approved. Like, you're good. I'm like, okay, cool. And then we... Have a new HR manager now, so mm. yeah, no, <laughs> so, huh. weird. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. She was getting real snotty with me, like real bitchy. I'm like, okay, fucking bitch, you want to play this game? I'll fucking CG in court then, I guess, and see what happens. I, I don't know if I, I, I probably would have lost. GE GE right. has way more money than I do, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking back down from this. I'm gonna right. see, I'll see you fucking asses in court. And then they passed it. So I'm like, okay, I guess I won't then. But then the contract got dissolved, and that's that. So it doesn't right. didn't, didn't really matter at the end the end of the day. Because there wasn't a lot of GE sites around, was there? Mm-mm. There's still not even. No, there's only one site close in the area that's still ran by GE. Right. Um, all the other sites, GE sites, have been taken over by um, either third-party companies or mm-hmm. the the owner just assumed right, responsibilities yep. of it. Yep. So, like, there's a GE turbine in Osage. That is, oh, my, my company is, we own that yep. and we just work on it. Yep. So I don't, thankfully, because I'm in the right. telecom department. But right. <laughs> the, only wind, the only wind tech in that company, well, actually, there's one other ex wind tech, ex Vestas wind tech in the gas department. But mm. we don't want to work on it. So we don't. Right. Yeah. And we're in uh, different departments. So it's like, oh, you know, I left those years behind me. It's the generation guys, they deal with it. So. 
And one's like 62 and the other one's fucking 57. So they're two old men fucking going out there and fixing the turbine. I shouldn't say old. Older. Right. More seasoned. Yes. Yes. Do they have lifts in that? Do they have a lift on They that? just put one in. That nice. 3S lift, that fucking yeah. little man hand, the little stand around mm-hmm. guy. And yeah. He's pretty dope, actually. Yeah. Jealous. But, yeah. That's another reason why I want to get to 300 pounds. Right. I, I don't want to ride. <laughs> yeah, I want to bulk up so I don't have to ride the lift yeah. and work on the turbine anymore, ever. I've been up it a few times, but not, not, not to do anything real serious. Just kind of go up there and fucking look around. Right. Did See some still dumb shit. It. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> like we're we're on a yaw puck issue a little bit. It wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing too serious. Just, like, oh, yeah. You need another hand? Okay, I'll go up there with you. And he does right. he does a little work. I'm like, cool. Hell, yeah. So you're like, this Fuck is yeah. what it's like. I'm the safety guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just making sure he's safe. But, yeah, well, wind turbines, they're, they're fine. Yeah. They're I, fine. I, I mean, cool. I like what I do. I like where I work. I like the guy, you know, I, well, there's only me and another guy, so. What? It yeah. got down to just you and one other guy now? Yeah, we were full staffed when I got back, and the three other dudes left. So it's just oh, shit. me and my lead tech. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's pretty cool. That's pretty sick. Yeah. You should get like a little fucking raise Roo or something. Yeah. Well, I got one a couple of days ago. Did you? Yeah, nice. it's 4%. That's pretty cool. Fuck yeah. And people Didn't... are like, oh, 4%. That's not much. Well, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, we just got one. We did one not too long ago. It was like a weird... It was just because inflation was so bad. They're like, oh, we'll give you guys a raise, I guess. Just because right. inflation's fucking wild and you guys are... This is sucking. So that was pretty cool. But yeah, no. That, that's that's cool. So now you're back working on wind turbines and shit. Yeah. Um, I guess I... So, let me see here. Let me see my paperwork real quick. Fucking Alexa. Um, <laughs> so, in, I'm starting... This is going to be my first year doing a Wyoming bear camp. I've never done... I never went bear hunting before in my life. But uh, it's May 27th through the 31st. And I know you been. You went to Washington... Yeah. What was that, two years ago? Or a year uh, ago? Oh, no, yeah. Oh, one. Oh, shit. What? Or, sorry... 21. 21. Like, I do that fuck? every time. 22 years ago? Dude? No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Yeah. So, oh, uh, 21. So, yep. two years ago. Yep. I guess. Because was, was that a fall or spring bear, bear hunt? I that was remember. fall. It was fall it was, one? Yep. Okay. So, I guess I wouldn't really know, you know, some of the information I have might not yeah. be pertinent. Although it also might be, I don't know. I guess the thing I'm wondering is how good is bear? It's pretty good. I is didn't it good? mind it. Yeah. Did I'm, you? Did you? So when you were in Washington and you after you because you shot a pretty decent bear, right? Yeah, he's like six two. Mm-hmm. That's what it come out. I don't know total length or whatever. Yeah. So I mean that's a pretty good size bear. Yeah. I don't know I'm I'm not sure on poundage. I would say it was close to two forty. To 260 somewhere mm-hmm. in there it was big what was his skull size did you measure him because i think like the way you measure like score for bears i think it's like skull. brow to brow yeah or like yeah across the top across like, the top or something yeah, like, like that it's the width of the skull though right yeah something yep. like that did it you was, measure him it was big it was i, I don't want to give you some crazy number but it was in the high teens. Okay. Because I, I think 18 is Boone and Crockett. Yeah. I think it was just, 
He's like 17, I think. That number really mm. rings a bell in my head. 17. Yeah. Um, this is a good sized bear. Yeah. So I think the, I think the, those coastal bears mm-hmm. out there, I think they get a little bit bigger than yep. like Wyoming and stuff. Wyoming, they produce good sized bears. But what makes Wyoming so cool is the fact that they're majority at color phase out there. Same mm-hmm. with Idaho, like we were talking yep. earlier. But uh, I don't think they're I don't think they're that big for trophy size if you're into that with bears. Right. But I think those coastal ones like the Washington bears, I think they get a little bit bigger. Well, I mean, if you think about it, like out you've never been to Washington, have you? Um no. So out there it was in Forks, Washington is where it was at. So, you know, there's like vampires and stuff out there and stuff too. Forks, Washington. Forks. Forks? Oh, is this like that's a where Twilight, Twilight thing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's where Twilight was filmed. Yeah, I, never, um, I never watched it. What? Um, I should, okay. I've seen bits and pieces of all of them, yep. but I've never watched any of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen just enough to be like, yeah, I'm not sure. I've, dope. Know. But I'm not, I haven't seen them enough to know that Forks is filmed in <laughs> Forks, Washington. Yeah. Well, anyways, yeah. <laughs> so it rains a lot out there. Yeah. So, you know, and there's a lot of berries out there. Like, oh, the berries were coming in September. That's mm-hmm. when I was out. Was the beginning of September or oh, so September? So they're just out there fucking scarfing. Yep. And so out there, you know, I had a guide, and he worked for a logging company, and they would go into these clear cuts, and that's where all the berries would start to grow. Oh yeah. So they would just come out of the, you know, right on the edge of the wood line, mm-hmm. and they kind of just feed out there. And, uh, I guess they're fattening up for, you know, winter. Yeah. I suppose. You're getting ready for hibernation. Yep. Whatnot. I don't know. I think they pretty much just start doing that, like, right away. Like, they're just like, hey, we just have to start putting on right. as much pounds as we can before we go climbing this hole for right. fucking six months. <laughs> It'd be pretty cool to do, wouldn't Not it? Quite. Yeah, it would be sick. Just bulk. Like, you wait, <laughs> you come out of this hole... And you're just like, oh, fuck, time to eat, dude. And you yeah. start scarfing for the next, for like, you know, honestly, probably like seven, eight months. And then you're like, okay, time to sleep for the next three. Yep. Four. Three, right. four, or, you know, three or four months, whatever, however long. Right. You guys do the math. Yeah. Not me, all right. How, I don't know how long Washington winters are, but. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, it it was kind of cold out there, too, if I remember right. They get well, down to like. Were you in the mountains of Washington then? No, dude. It was like right on the coast. Oh, okay. So like where Forks is, it's the Olympic Peninsula. It's basically as far northwest as you could get in oh. the United States. Like, so I was going to say, so you're like in Canada, dude. Yeah, you could see Vancouver Island. Like, hey, there it is. There's Canada. Oh, no shit. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So where are the mountains in Washington? Because there's a mountain range in Washington, right? The Rockies end there. Is that where it ends? Or I don't know what kind of mountain range it is. I'm I'm fucking dumb. I don't know, man. It's like when we're coming down out of there, like it was pretty crazy. Like we're coming down the mountain and it was just like all fog and like rain. And I didn't, yeah, I was driving up for a really long time. It was pretty weird. (laughs) Yeah. Because that was a quick hunt. Because you went with uh, Tony, yep. right? Because I mean, we can talk about this too, but we, all three of us, me, you, and Tony went to Idaho and all yep. hunted together too. And then you guys went on that bear hunt. I'm like, damn it. 
right. been really sweet to go on. Yeah, he <laughs> just, I don't know, it was one day he was just like, hey, man, you want to go to Washington on a bear hunt? I was like, yeah. For sure. He's like, okay, send half your, half the money to these guys and get a spot locked in and we'll just go. Nice. How much was it? Thank you. Thirty-three hundred, I think, okay. if I remember correctly. I don't know. It's long two years ago, man. Yeah, I know, right? I don't even know what I did today. <laughs> like three or four grand, then yeah, roundish. Yep. Yeah, okay. So, so okay. So, tell us about the bear hunt then, because I've actually never heard the story. So, because I, mean, I know it's kind of short, though, right? Like, you got oh, yeah, pretty quickly. So, so we got there around noon. You know, <laughs> um, met the guys. And you know they took us out, or they took us out that night. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, will you guys just get settled in? You know, whatever. Take us out that night. And Tony and his guy ended up shooting a bear that night. Mm. And me and my guy, we come back empty-handed. You know, we're talking. He's like, you know, he's like, I haven't, I haven't shot a bear yet this season in the morning yet. He's like, I think tomorrow's probably the day. We'll shoot one tomorrow. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's, I like the confidence. Right. right. Yeah. And uh, we're like, okay. Anyways, Tony goes. We get back and we all get ready for bed. And I wake up early, wait for guide to show up. We could walk out there, you know. And there was a, another guy. Did, did they have set up in tents? We brought our own tent. You brought your own tent? Yeah. Oh, okay. so we just stayed just... in a little campsite. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, we go out there that that morning. At that spot, they had brought another guy, and uh, he was it was an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. He had, he just couldn't see the bear. I guess mm. is what I was told. I don't know. Wasn't there? So <laughs> it's hard to say. Anyways, they didn't end up shooting that that bear. We go out there. The next morning, and uh, pretty sure it was the same bear. But anyways, we get up there, and we're kind of cresting this ridge. And we look down in the bottom, and Guide was like, shh. He's like, there's like six elk right there. Big rosies. Oh, shit. Yeah, big rosies. They were huge. That's awesome. Yeah, and they were all cows, and they're huge. They're really big-bodied Yeah, they're huge. They're way bigger than the Rocky Mountain elk. That's funny. Quentin, the guide, he's like, you know... First time I shot or Rocky Mountain elk, mm-hmm. it's like okay. It's like these things have huge antlers, but where's the rest of the elk at? Like you know, because he's used to you know rosies with oh yeah huge. Yep. And uh, anyways, we get up there and because uh, real quick, since we're on that, because rosies they generally have smaller antlers, correct, but bigger bodies. Yep. And rockies are generally smaller bodied but bigger antlered. Correct. Right. Okay. Yep. So score wise, you're saying like rose. That's the difference between the subspecies, right? Okay. Yep. Sorry, I should have clarified. Yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, so you see some rosies down there. Yep, they're chilling, and they had spooked this bear, the one I ended up killing, and when I they he was right below us. I think he was like sixty yards away. Anyways. Mm-hmm. He runs into the woods. We get set up on this stump. We're sitting there waiting. 
we see him come out at like a hundred yards and Quentin's like, there's your bear. He's like, okay, that's a six foot bear. He's like, you should shoot it. <laughs> and I was looking at him through Roger the scope. Balls. <laughs> no, it, it took <laughs> oh, me really? a really long time. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, cause he told me there was a huge one out there mm-hmm. and I was like, I want to shoot a huge one. Yeah. And then, you know, I was sitting there watching this bear through my scope and, uh, this bear walks by a stump. This stump was, you know, four foot across. He's like, you see that stump that that bear's walking by right now? That stump right there, it's four foot wide. He's like, I know that because I cut that tree down. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Fair enough. And I'm sitting there, you know, watching this bear. I'm thinking in my head, you know, like people come out here and they're, you know, 90% or I don't know what they we, they had for odds. Of, oh, of killing? Of success. Sorry. Uh, I guess chance on a on a bear like yeah they, oh they, opportunity yeah they give saying, you yeah okay odds of opportunity uh-huh and it's like well here's my opportunity i could shoot this bear it's a good bear mm-hmm. and i was thinking i was like people come out here and spend all this money and they don't they don't get opportunities you know it's kind of just mm-hmm. how it is i was like and i told him i said hey quentin i was like let's kill this bear and by by this time, the bear had moved off, and he's like 200 yards at this point. When he first come back out of the woods, he's like 100 yards away. Mm-hmm. I let him walk like 200 yards away. But I was like, let's kill this bear. He's like, all right. He's like, here in about 10 feet, he's going to step between two of those berry bushes. He's like, I want you to put it right on his shoulder and, and give him one. Mm-hmm. All right. And so he was what? You say he was 200 yards or 300? 200. 200, okay. Yeah, he come out at 100, and then he walked way off to like 200. 200, okay. Yep. But it was cool. Yeah, so I shot him, and then like Quentin said, he's like, all right, when when you shoot this bear, he's going to turn around and run back the way he came. Oh, that's what they do, I guess. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. They already came from that direction. Like, oh, shit, I didn't get fucked with over there. So, yeah. They immediately think danger's in front of them rather than yep. anything else. So. And, like, I shot him, and he's like, good shot. And then, like, he started running. And bears don't bleed because they're so fat. Yeah. And uh, they have a lot of hair. Their hair's thick as fuck. Yeah. And I, I didn't even rack one. Send another one. He's like, give him another. Mm-hmm. So I shot, completely missed. Nice. But I drilled him first shot. Yep. And, like, he ran... 30 yards, mm-hmm. and then he just, you know, expired. Yeah, just fell over. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> but it was well, cool. If I would have shot him at 100 yards, the pack would have been like 300 yards. Mm-hmm. When I shot him at 200, the pack was like 50 yards to the road. Oh, easy. To the road. Nice. Yeah. That's what, that's what's most important, dude, yeah. honestly. Yeah. And he's like, man, he's like, this is the easiest pack I've had all year. I'm like, yeah, dude. I was like, I did that for you, man. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yep. I fucking shot a deer uh, a couple years ago. Um, shot this buck with my bow. And where I shot him at was right behind this dude's house. And after I hit him, he ran off, taken off towards the road. And then I didn't see him come out of this ditch, but it was getting pretty dark. Anyways, walked there, butchered a little bit, and he's dead right in the road ditch. Like, yep. Pfft. 
Don't get no better than that. Dude. Hell yeah. This rules. Yeah. This is where it's at. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess what I'm saying is it's always nice. When that right. Stuff works oh, out. yeah. You know, makes it a little bit easier. When everything goes end. to plan. Yeah. Well, I didn't have to pack it anyway. Right. Quentin packed it all. You're paying him. So. Right. He's just like, oh, I'll pack it. Yeah. Like, well, you don't have to. I'm an able-bodied young man. I can do it. And, or we just throw it in the back, back of a truck. Right. Hole. <laughs> Don't really need to pack anything out, actually. Right. It's right we, here. We could have drove out to it. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. So, uh, was, what were you shooting? I was shooting a 300 Winamag. Okay. Remington. Yep. 700? Yeah. Remington 700. Okay. Nice. Is it your? It's yours? Yeah, yeah. Or, okay. Yep. Nice. Oh, and that's the thing. I took that out there, and I had never shot anything with this rifle. I had just gotten it a few months prior. Put a scope on it. Nice scope. It wasn't a great scope. It was a nice scope. What is it? It was a Vortex something. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, it wasn't fine. a real high dollar scope. Yeah, it's like they're probably like a Diamondback or something. Like the yeah, I think it was something. Mid-range like model. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't crazy expensive. It was a couple hundred bucks, whatever. Yeah. Put it on and I go out there. I'm like, yeah, hopefully we get to shoot one. This be like, I've never shot anything with this. He's like, what? You come out here with a virgin rifle? I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. Sure I was like, is. should I not have done that? And he's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and he's like, you Dude, never do that. But I live in Iowa. We don't right. have a rifle season. Right. So, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Didn't even sight it in or nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. I, I, that's like probably an outfitter's like worst nightmare. It's like, I just bore sighted it yesterday. Yeah, no. Like, oh, I, fuck. And that's what he asked me. He's like, well... I you know I had shot it three hundred yards. Yeah, you know I was shooting a decent group at three hundred, uh-huh. so I felt pretty confident with it. And he's like, "Well," and I knew kind of the ballistic trajectory of the rifle, what it was supposed to do. Right. Not saying it ever, or you know, that's what it should do. Mm-hmm. So it's like I kind of had a pretty good idea. He's like, "Well, how comfortable do you feel shooting out to what distance?" I was like, "Well, I know I can hit it three hundred." Mm-hmm. You know, in a decent sized group, you know, call it six. I'm not, I'm not a great shot. I'm okay. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I don't know. We push it out to 400 if we had to. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, easy. Let's do it. Right. Were, were you zeroed at 100, or did you have your a 200 yard zero on it? Ah, uh, Lee, I don't remember. Probably 100. That's pretty standard. Probably. I know that a 200 yard zero is getting was pretty popular for a while and mm-hmm. that's why i generally it depends on the rifle and depends on the caliber on if i'm gonna zero at 200 or not and what yeah. i'm gonna do with it like i, I just bought a 30 out six i've talked about this so many times but i'm really excited about it right if i have a 30 out six i'm gonna i'm gonna put a 100 yards here on that rifle yep. just because it's a 30 out six it's not a long range fucking yep. extra long extreme long range shooting guns i'm gonna put a 100 yards here on that model and get a i have a loophole on it right now uh, VX5 HD, and I want to put a, a, a damn custom turret on it. So that's been pretty sweet. And it's like put a hundred yard zero on it, call her night, and yep. let her rip. You know, because those are. I mean, I wouldn't really want to shoot a thirty out six past four hundred, anyways. No, so it's not like too crazy. But like a two hundred yard zero, I did put up that on my six five Creedmoor when I had one. But is it? I don't did know, you get like, rid of that gun? I did. Oh, shoot. Did you want it? 
No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sold it to my buddy. He wanted a, like a cheap. He wanted a tractor. Yeah. He wanted a tractor rifle for shooting coyotes out of his combine and stuff. Yep. Like, I got the perfect. I think gun it would be good for, for that. I've got the perfect gun for you. It's a Ruger American. It's good brand rifle. new, fucking five hundred bucks, and it's a great. It's a dude. I'm telling you right now, those Ruger Americans are legit. Like they're a, it's a really solid line for, but it, I would say that it's probably no. I would say it's definitely one of the best budget rifles. I out agree there for sure. I was shooting that thing out to six hundred yards very confidently. Right, very confidently. I just actually bought a three fifty Legend. Okay, Ruger. Did you get the ranch model? Yeah. Yep. I have a the exact same thing in four fifty. Yep. That thing, it's a very consistent shooting rifle. Mm-hmm. If you just, you know, practice good fundamentals of shooting, yeah, you know, it'll do what you want it to do. Oh, yeah, dude. It's awesome. Like, the, the whole, honestly, like, so my 3.6 is also a Ruger, but it's a M77 Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's the, oh, they stopped making them, but it, the, it is before the American line. But that American, that Ruger American line, dude, is I, I seriously, I'm, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of it. Just yeah. it's so cheap. Like yeah. you're talking f- five. How, how much is your three fifty? Mm, Probably around that. I think it was like six hundred. Okay. Yep. So like in in that mid, honestly, today's day and age, it's that low end price range. But you're right. getting a really quality gun. The action is decent. Yep. The stock is shit, but it's like, right. you know, you have to give up something. For right. that price range, you got to give up something. And I'm glad that they gave up. They um, cut cost. on that. I'm glad they sacrificed on the stock rather than the action yep. and the barrel. The barrel, honestly, for being a cheaper barrel, it's solid. Right. Like it's a good, yeah. it's a consistent barrel. And the action on it is pretty decent. It's no, you're, nothing's going to blow your socks off with that rifle. You're not going to, like, grab it and be like, Oh my gosh, this thing fucking feeds like butter and it's right. the damn trigger is so crisp and clean. Oh my gosh. I think right. nothing's going to blow your brains out. out. Right. right. That sounded bad. Nothing's <laughs> going to blow your socks off, but it's a good, solid, right. consistent, accurate gun. Yep. So and I'm a big fan. I, I, I purchased that 350 because I have a four, uh, 450 as well. Yeah. That's an AR platform, right? Yep. Yeah. I purchased that one. So I could take my daughter uh, youth hunting and stuff. Yeah, dude. And I was like, 350 Legend, you know, that's probably an all right yeah. caliber. Oh, yeah. And they have that big-ass, um, does yours have a big-ass muzzle brake at the end of it? Mm, no, mine's threaded. Mine, oh, Mine's gotcha. just threaded with a cover okay. over it. So my 450 has a big, fat-ass brake. brake on the front of it. And I'm like, dude, this thing is a pooch, honestly. For a 450 Bushmaster, it shoots like a pooch. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because mine does not. No, oh, bites a little bit? Yeah. Does my it? 450 does. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Mm-hmm. I run a little hotter load in mine, some custom loads. Yeah. And they're about 100 feet per second faster than you know, your average Hornaday or whatever. But, yeah. you know. That's all I'm running out of mine is Hornaday. Yeah, I but mean. They do, do the They're job. decent. They'll yeah. kill. It'll kill, but yeah, no, I, I'm going to get, um, my daughter, uh, 350 legend, I think real soon. I'd honestly just Ruger American. Honestly. Yeah. Right. Did you get the, is yours the, 
Ruger American, like the fancier looking model, or is it the yeah. range one? So is it like the is it like the bronze coated yeah. barrel? Nope. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. It's a yes. it's a sweet looking gun. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, it's the Ruger American. Not the predator. It's like that fancier model. Yeah, slightly, slightly fancy. Still very, very affordable. Yeah, it's a very affordable rifle. Huh? Yeah. I mean, for what you're getting. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, those are nice. They, they look nice. At least I've never shot one. But are you looking it up? Uh, I'll show you a picture. Of it. Oh, it's a picture. Of it. Okay, let's see. Let me see here. Yeah, it's got okay. It. Yeah, no, that is just that, that's the that is not what I was thinking it was, but it is the same. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's still a ranch. I yeah, think, I think it, it is. I think it's still a ranch. But you know, it's got the a Leopold scope on it. I can't, I can't tell you what oh, it yeah, is dude. off the top of my head. I know it's uh, it's got turrets for a three fifty legend on it. That's like a, it's probably the yeah. Leopold has a scope that's like the straight walled scope i think they make them actually they make yeah. a 451 i don't know maybe they, they make a 351 is like specific for that that's character. what this is is that what that is okay mm-hmm. yeah no it's nice that looks sexy too honestly it is it's I, you know it's a gun yeah that's what i thought i was like oh that's pretty cool yeah no it looks nice and it, that 350 legend caliber is honestly pretty i never kill anything with it but from what i've heard i hear some people say you know like Oh, that three fifty. It's a. It's too small. It doesn't. It, I, I have a, a friend. And I don't discount discount his experience, you know. But um, they said they they did shoot a deer and it went like right behind the shoulder and it just didn't kill it. Yeah, and I'm like what? Like, that's had, crazy. Like it had to have been a fucking bad a bad. Like you must be right. using the. I don't know. Something happened that's right. abnormal because I'm like three fifty legend. Like it's a thirty five caliber. Mm-hmm. bullet moving through an animal like it should just hunting it's plenty of it's plenty right. of diameter because he's he's thinking he's like well the bullet diameter isn't quite big enough because it's like you know 450 is a little bit bigger and obviously shotguns and stuff were 50 cal i mean sized um slugs run through a deer and it's like there's it's just not big enough I'm like dude 35 caliber is plenty big for because i think it's 357 actually it's like the actual bullet right. diameter is 0.357 but yep it's like that's plenty to kill a fucking deer. Plenty, certainly plenty to kill. And that's you know, that's uh, that's more than plenty. Yeah, you could, you know, two twenty three. Yeah, well, and that's the what I'm getting at. I guess is like people talk about you have to shoot because in Iowa it's not straight walled cartridges anymore. It's just a thirty five. That's three fifty to fifty. Really? Yeah, or five hundred. Yeah, so. It's not, yeah, so like, because I'm gonna, my, I've said this on the podcast a million times too, but uh, my 30, my 30 out six, I'm gonna have rebarreled the 35 Whalen, yep, which is a necked cartridge, it's not a straight right. cartridge, but that's legal in Iowa because it's a 35 caliber. That'd be sick. So you can, you can use a 30, uh, 375 HH in Iowa now, you can mm-hmm. use a force, uh, 416 Rigby, <laughs> you know, you can use, right, granted, it's expensive as fuck to shoot right. those cartridges, but you can use those in Iowa now. You can use a 500 Smith and Weston with a, you know, for a handgun or whatnot, mm-hmm. or you can use, you know, 4570 gun, all those. It's just, it's a, it's a diameter res- yep. restriction now. Cause a lot of your neck down cartridges, you know, they, I mean, the, to get up to like a thirty-five cal is, uh, 
you know, that's big. A, that's big. It's a big boy. Yeah. Right. So, and, but that's kind of what I'm getting at. It's like if people will talk about like a 30 out six or a 301 mag being like, you know, hey, that's a fucking right. be a, a bad bitch. You know, like yep. that's huge. It's a huge, huge cartridge and, you know, it shoots really long and it's fucking devastating. But that's smaller. Right. Like, like bullet diameter wise. I guess yep. what I'm getting at with that story is that um, the guy I know, he's like, it's too small. I'm like, but you wouldn't be saying that if it was a 30 out 6. You'd be like, oh, that's fucking crazy. Right. Why, why would we have such a powerful cartridge for uh, a white tailed deer in Iowa because right. you know, we're not a rifle state? It's like, well, that's a smaller bullet diameter. Is kind of, I, I, I yep. get that the, the bullet velocity is greater with 30 out 6 and 301 mag. I get that. I know that all plays a part in killing factors. Right. I get that. But what I'm saying is when you're talking specifically about bullet diameter, a 35 caliber is plenty big. It's oh, actually considered like a large caliber yeah. bullet. So, you know, that design. They have, you know, a sub- substantial amount of weight to some of them rounds that they have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think 150 grains. Yeah. Like that. Dude, the 35 Whalen is the same bullet diameter. Grand. Maybe the bullet design is a little bit different mm-hmm. depending from a 35 Wayland to a 350 uh, Legend. Yep. But same different, same right. concept applies here. But, you know, you can shoot a 35 Wayland. They make bullet weights out to like, I think, like 200 something. Mm-hmm. 200. That's, that's when the getting gets pretty good, is in that 200 range, like 180, 200. I think even up to like 220. Mm-hmm. Even maybe a little bit bigger than that. I haven't looked into all the different styles they have for 35 Wayland. But yeah, you're talking pretty heavy. Right, heavy for caliber bullets and stuff. So thirty five is fucking a three fifty legend. I I feel like this is me personally. I feel like it has plenty of killing power as long as you're shooting it within the confines of the cartridge. Yep, like you're not taking any four hundred yard shots at three with a three fifty legend. No, it's not smart. Well, if you ever look at like an actual like ballistics chart of like your three fifty legend versus your four fifty, mm-hmm. it's uh, you know. I'm just going to quick. Oh, all right. You want to Yeah, I suppose I have one. But if you ever look at, like, the ballistics of it, they are damn near identical from 350 Legend to the 450 Bushmaster. Yeah, it's very similar. Mm-hmm. It's just the 350 Bushmaster, or the 350 Legend is um, a little bit faster. Correct? Like, I mean, uh, velocity-wise? I mean, they're damn near about the same. No shit. I, from what I've seen, so is the within a, with a you know. I don't. I don't think they're. I think they're pretty pretty damn close, even match for velocity versus, you know. But you know where you come ahead with your four fifties, you know you have that heavier grain bullet, which you get more knockdown. Right. And it, it, yes, and that does that does definitely play a factor. It's devastating. Yeah, those four fifties are—they're naughty. They kill. I uh, I took a pretty far shot on a deer, and I hit it. It was facing directly away from me. I was trying to, you know, give him the old Texas heart shot. Oh, jeez! And uh, I hit him in the femur, mm-hmm. shattered his femur. He just fell on the ground. Mm-hmm. He's—that's that. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just buckled him. I was surprised. And then, yeah, I mean, obviously the Texas heart shot isn't like the best shot to take, but right, 
if you if you got the ass behind it, it's if, with a gun. Yeah, it can be done. It's just it's not preferred. But no, it's it's definitely not. But you know, it was like the last day. Yeah, we're coming up. Shit happens. Yeah, we had I had one tag to fill and it was mine. Yeah, and uh, well, it you, anchored him. You miss a hundred percent of them. You don't take. <laughs> That's Matt's motto too. That's, That's right. Says. He literally just said on the last podcast I did with him. Miss 100% <laughs> of the shots you don't take. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I'm not like, I'm not quite like that. I, I've I've passed up some shots that I know a lot of people would take personally, yep. but I, I don't know. It's just, it's just comfort thing. It's like, I don't, I don't know. You know, with, with a gun, it, it depends, you know, but it's like, I'm pretty conservative with, conservative with my shot placement on animals, but that's just me. Yep. I'm not poo poo. I don't like to poo poo on people for taking whatever shots they feel like it right. is in the confines of their skills and whatnot. And it is what it is, you know. Um, I want people. I, I want people to make you know clean kills and everything else. But it's like, yep. I know guys like really good archers, really good art like Clint Casper and Kurt Geyer and stuff. Like really do, dudes that shoot the shit out of their yeah. bows all the time, and they're like. And they go out, out west, especially, and they're like, yeah, I took a fucking, you know, I'm not saying that they did do this, but I'm saying, like, oh, yeah, I shot a pronghorn at 82 yards. Right. Like, that's a far shot. Like, a lot of guys, especially in the Midwest, like, poo-poo on I'm like, that's unethical. Why would you take a fucking 82, 82-yard shot with a bow and arrow? And it's kind of like, I don't like to do that because I'm like, right. that's their decision. They hunt the way, the way they want to hunt and deal with a miss or a wounded animal the way they're going to deal with it you know but yeah. i don't like to poo-poo on anyone for taking certain shots there are certain things i'll i'd poo-poo on them for it's like taking headshots headshots is one <laughs> yeah definitely not a fan of that yeah no it's, i don't it make it makes sense like if you're on the you know frontier if you're a frontiersman and you're shooting like double out buck yeah and you need to survive and you're like fucking you flush a deer up and you're like shoot him with right. a double out buck in the dome it's like okay I get it. Right. You got to do what you got to do, but not in today's day and age. It's like, you want to take ethical shots, and I'm not a fan of people taking fucking headshots personally. Well, you that's know. That's just crazy. Let's think about it here. You want to blow their jaw off. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. You shoot them in the jaw. Now the thing starves to death. That's, that's probably not going to die from it. Treacherous, dude. Maybe it would. I don't know. I've never shot a deer in the jaw. Me neither. You know. They definitely die from it in the fact of starving. Starvation, starvation yeah. 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 I shot a deer in late muzzleloader season one time. It was almost not worth tagging because there's just, there, actually, it was 100% not worth tagging. But luckily, I was in a county that had unlimited doe tags, which was, was a waste of 15 bucks because he was so fucking, there was no meat on him. He, he, was, he was in his deathbed. Oh, yeah. He was for sure in his deathbed. And I was walking up here and he popped up. I'm like, oh, shit, deer. And I had the antlers tag. He had no antlers. It was a shed buck. Yeah. He had no antlers. I th- so I thought it was a doe. See a second. And I saw him. He's he's big body. I'm like, gosh, this looks weird. No antlers though. So I shoot him, and it, was, it all happened so fast. And I walk him. I'm like, oh fuck, he's a shed buck. I'm like, wait a second. Like this is weird to be a shed buck right. already. This is early January. I'm like, because he's sick and it dying. Could, it could happen, sure, but not. It's not super prevalent that 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 right. time. And um, I look at him. I'm like, damn. I touch him. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's just this. Well, there's just no nothing. There's nothing. And on his one side, there's literally no meat left. It's just bone already. And he's still alive. I'm like, what in the fuck? And the one side was just disgusting. Like, yeah. His hair was falling out. It was disgusting. He just really run down, like really bad. Started looking around, and he had a broad head that cut his windpipe. It cut his esophagus. 
and it was lodged into his in his spine. I don't know how he's running around, right. but he's like stuck in his spine in his That's neck. Gnarly, so dude. someone took a neck. Got I'm not gonna say they took a neck shot, but hit him in the neck. Yeah, cut his fucking esophagus so he couldn't eat or anything like that. He just was dying. That's crazy. His nuts, dude. So I put him down. I'm like, okay, well, at least I did that, I guess. But he probably wouldn't have made. He wouldn't. He, there's no way you would have made it through the winter. I'm surprised no. he made it that far. And that's the thing, you know. I mean, that's just to say how tough these animals are. Oh like, yeah. Yep. You know, I've seen some videos on Facebook. You know, like where a deer turns and like half its side opens up. It's like its whole shoulders. Oh up. yeah. You, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? You see yeah. that one? Oh yeah. I don't know about that one, but I seen one where he had his whole back was like right. Torn, yeah. torn yeah. off. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, it's like, geez, you Ugh. know, it's hard to watch. It's like flopping. Yeah, like if it like flops open. Yeah, dude. Whoa, what the? You were uh, you on Instagram much? No, no. Well, if you do go on there, there's a account called Nature's Metal. Mm-hmm. I think gnarly, I've seen that. Yeah, gnarly videos, dude. Like yeah. you're talking, like there's there's a, a video I watched. It was a, a, a zebra, and he had this. Uh, Huge, just his whole hind quarter was just open. Like there's, yeah. there's no no skin left, it's just muscle. Meat. He's walking around and stuff. I'm like, oh my god! That's how like how tough are these things? Like, so tough, dude. That's insane. Insanely tough. They're, all these critters are so so tough. And like white-tailed deer, I've seen white-tailed deer get banged up pretty damn bad, right. and they still and they survive. They find a way to survive, and they make it, or, or they don't. Right. That's it. Like either, either they make it or they don't. Or they like, don't. That's just nature. That's the way it is. And if yep. we if we as hunters want to partake in that um, cycle, yes. then you you want... Cause, because we are human, we definitely are like... Want to make sure we take ethical shots and yep. conservative shots. And you want to work within your own skill set to make sure you have a quick, clean, easy kill. You know? Mm-hmm. That's what you... That's our responsibility as human hunters. But that's not how the fucking... That's how nature works, dude. No. You know what I mean? Like, it's ruthless. Yeah. You think a wolf is out there fucking being like, man, hey, you go, all right, gang. Like, the alpha's out there talking to his bros, and he's like, all right, gang, we're going to go out there and we're going to go hunting. We got to feed our families. But I don't want anyone taking bites at anything. That's unethical. Right. We want to make sure we put them down fast and clean, right? Because right. we owe it to these animals. No, like, they're funny. not thinking like that. There's out, there's out there fucking killing, dude. They're out there living. They're biting at everything. They're like, oh, this fawn just like just shot out of this fucking doe's pussy. Like, all right, cool. Let's eat it. Let's eat that thing because it's the weakest. Like, oh, yep. there's this elk out here that's freaking sick and dying, or like sick, like, or it's wounded. Let's run it till it falls, and then hold you hold it down while I eat it from the asshole up. Right. Okay. Sounds good, boss. Let's go. Yeah. They don't care, dude. Like, nature don't give a fuck. Like, I've seen this. It's just ruthless. But that's not... They're not doing it to be mean. It's just the way it is. Yeah. So It's just survival. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. i seen this video. This reel the other day. This, like, Komodo dragon, like, just ate this baby goat. Oh, and swallowed God. it, like, whole. Like, Ew. in, like three, like, three to five seconds in its stomach. Ugh. Dude, they're the worst. Yeah. Komodo dragons? Yeah. Huge. Ugh. Ew, dude. Yeah. They have, like, poison spit. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Nasty. I fucking hate them, dude. Right. You get bit by one of them, you might as well just write your, you know. 
Yeah. And I don't even think it's actual poison. I think it's the bacteria. The bacteria. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the mm. bacteria in their mouth. It's so disgusting that it just kills things. It's like, nice. you, dude. <laughs> you. Yeah. You're disgusting. You're a gross animal. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Why don't we fucking kill all of them instead of, like, bison and shit? Like, bison, they rule. Right. But we had, like, why don't we go hunt for Komodo dragons and wipe them off the face of the earth and shit? They're, they're gross. Yeah. Ugh. I don't like Komodo dragons. I just realized, actually, now that we're talking about it. <laughs> yeah. I never really thought about them before. Before this conversation. Yeah. And now you're just like, man, I fucking hate these things. I don't like them at all. <laughs> they're, they're gross. Uh, I watched it. There's, I think there's a, I can't remember what it was. It's just a clip about this dude. He had weird animals. Or like, it's like a couple different people that have weird animals. Anyways, this guy has a pet Komodo dragon. Like, did it eat him? The fuck, dude. No, he fed it raw chicken. That's just all like, he did with it? Or yeah, he just fed it raw chicken. And he'd like hang out with him on the recliner. He'd pet it while he's watching TV like it's its pet. Yeah, no. You, dude. Yeah. Gross. Their claws, like they have dumbass, like gross fucking claws. And their feet are weird, too. Yeah. They're, ew. And they, lizards are gross, man. Yeah. I don't know. They're weird. I don't like them. I don't like Mono <laughs> Dragons at all anymore, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. I don't like iguanas yeah. that much. Iguanas are kind of cool to look uh, at. I like watching those get shot. That's pretty cool. You ever see Dude, them? We should go iguana hunting. That'd be dope. In, like, Costa Rica or well, Florida. Yeah, like, Florida golf course. And shoot some just, like, yeah. Boone and Crockett iguanas. Yeah, I hate air rifles, but right. that I could sense. get behind that, it. That makes sense to use an air rifle in that situation because right. you're in cities. Right. I could get behind that. That'd yeah. be pretty cool. Dude, we should totally Make a that. hat out of it or... Boots or boots. whatever, yeah. Iguana boots, <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Sick. We, well, you, you, you gotta be able to do something. Gloves, yeah, make a belt, uh, belt, make a wallet, hat. Oh, make the cowboy hat. hat band. That's what it is. Then uh, we can kill an eagle and put a feather in it. I mean, uh, whoops. <laughs> Federal offense, but yeah, <laughs> be cool. Well, the turbines kill enough of them. That's true. It's Not true. at our site or anything, but yeah. is other it, places. Is it even illegal to have? In possession, like an eagle feather? Correct. No shit. That's nuts. Yeah. So you can't even, like, catch one, pluck it, and let it go? No, I don't think or so. find it on the ground? If you just find an eagle feather on the ground, you just pick it up? Yeah, I think I, I believe it's a federal fence. I don't know for sure. Um, I wouldn't quote me on that, but I don't think I would do it. I just it. did, though. I, I quoted do. you. You quoted yourself. It's recorded. I know. But I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know... So, I've seen a dead eagle. Okay. And they're huge. They're big. And I just seen. It. I didn't touch it. I was like, nope, not touching that thing. You got to call the bird nerds in for yeah. that one. Yep. So we call them. You guys still call them the bird nerd? Yeah. Nice. And then you do call them, and then they don't show up for like 10 days, and then they go out there and look for the thing, and it's gone. You don't say yeah, weird. Oh, weird. It's how almost they, like a wild animal went and ate it. Yeah, it's almost like we have a bunch of coyotes out here, right? And they like to eat shit that's already dead. Yeah, you fucking knucklehead. Where'd you come from? <laughs> fucking Amsterdam. Like, right. What took you so long? Yeah. What are you doing? You have that many other dead birds to look at? <laughs> yeah, can't be that many. It's winter. <laughs> <laughs> what do they do with them? They study them. Uh, I don't know. I, maybe they go do like bird autopsies on them and. Figure out the cause of death. Oh. This is kind of when that whole bird flu thing was 
running about and uh yeah they they were just like no we don't want to fuck with that thing so, yeah. so it's, it's, it, they do they do the the covid thing where it's like this person had stage 4 lung cancer but he also had covid so he's a covid death so it's like that where it's like yeah he had bird flu but he also got hit by this turbine <laughs> so it's a bird flu death because <laughs> well, we don't want to blame it on the turbine because we work for him. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, does I, I've never been a bird, so I've never had the bird flu. Oh, so I don't know. Sure. Does it like make them delusional? I don't know. Because you wouldn't think a healthy animal would be like, I'm just gonna fly into that thing. They do it all the time, though. Yeah, but they're why? just flying around. They're like, wow, what's that thing? Let's go investigate. <gasps> Douche. Right. Dead. Dead. Dumb. <laughs> They're also birds. Yeah. Birds yeah. are fucking dumb, dude. Yeah. They're dumb as hell. Yeah. We also that's another thing we made Matt mad about is how turkeys. Oh yeah. How I'd walk up to him in my work clothes and shoot him all the time. Yeah. He'd get so mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, they're dumb. You just walk up and shoot them. They're dumb. And he's like, they're not dumb. Like, yeah, they are. He's they're like, dumb. they're one of the hardest they're animals birds. to shoot. And I'm like, bullshit. I was like, I'll walk up to one tonight and shoot it. You no, did. you won't. I did. Yeah. You also walked up to one because the one was <clears throat> trying to get away from you. And he was he couldn't figure out that the corner of the fence, all he had to do was like hop over it. And he's yeah. just stuck in the corner of this fence. He's like, oh, I'm fucking stuck. And he's like, okay, douche. Yeah. Like, you run into a fence, you get stuck in it. I mean, that's survival of the fittest. Yeah. Did, did he actually did the whole turkey population a favor? Yeah, like, I really did. Him. Yeah, but no, Matt does love birds, and that's cool. But they are dumb. Yeah, birds are dumb. They they're, are dumb. They're dumb as fuck. Right? They're way dumber. I just feel like because they're flying around, they're just like, well, we have such an advantage over everything else because we can fly that there's really no reason to be smart. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so. It's like they don't have to evade that many predators. So they're just flying around. Right. I'll just fly in the air. Yeah. Catch me now. No shit. Like ground nesting birds, they're kind of smarter. They're still yeah. birds. Like ostriches. Ostriches, turkeys, quail, pheasants. Yeah. Ostriches are pretty dumb too. Yeah. That was, a, that was a joke, by the way. Why? What? When I said ostriches. But they are ground nesting birds. Yeah, but they're really dumb. They are dumb. Yeah. They are dumb. Um, I went to Africa mm-hmm. and I saw ostriches. You shoot them? I want to. <laughs> I think next time if I get it, actually, Ashley would probably kill me if I shot an ostrich. She loves them. She really? They're so cool. Yeah. But we were driving to this spot and there would just be an ostrich running down the road. Just running. Why? We're right, we're right behind him. And he's like doing this thing. He's running fucking just doing two cardio feet. or what? Just running. And he's like looking back at us. Like, oh shit. He's still there. Oh shit. He's still there. Oh shit! He's still there, just running. Just you Why? can see him picking up his feet. He's running away from us because we're in a truck, oh. and we're like, "Get off the road!" Right? Stop running the yeah. road, dude. Turn left. And he keeps following the road. And we're just following him. He's like, "Oh fuck, fuck!" You can see the panic in his dumb bird face. Yeah. And he's looking around. He's like, shit, 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 shit. And then eventually, he just jumps off the road. It's like, man, look he how he's running. That he's was. like, "Oh, weird. You could have, you could have done that like two miles ago, right. and not had to run for two and a half miles right. to get away from us." You just jumped off the road and we would have driven right past you. Right. But he's a big, dumb bird. Yeah. Guinea fowl. They're dumb, too. They would always hang out out in front of our blind. 
in stuff when we were in Africa. Guineas? Yeah, guineas. Like the little, like, gray. Yeah. The same, the same ones people have in their farms. That are to, really annoying? Yes. They're loud. very annoying. They're very loud. They always rat on you. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So we're out there hunting. They'd be coming in the big, doing, making noises and shit. It's like, damn it. I've yeah. only shot one because, like, you're just fed up with them. Yeah. You're like, thunk. Yeah. Yep. Well, and they're so loud. They'll just give mm-hmm. your position away. Like, if they they're if they see, like, any movement, they're just, whatever they're telling me. Whatever stupid guinea noise they make. I can't even remember because I just wanted to put it on my, out of my out of out of mind. Yeah, they, it, it was annoying. Yeah. But are you going to go to Africa? Uh I would like to. I don't think it's uh, would be that fiscally responsible of me to do it this year. But I think in two years, how about twenty twenty four? When's that? Next year. Yeah, that's not very fiscally responsible. <laughs> okay, that's because you said this not fiscally responsible to do it this year. So I was, but like, yeah, twenty twenty three. Well, next year, <laughs> you <laughs> know, what it's, I mean. it's almost twenty twenty four, right? So, <laughs> right, yeah. No, I get that. Yes, you know, it's, it's not cheap, but it's not that expensive either, right? But it's, it's expensive enough. Like you, you want a little time to save up for it, right? I can't just go and be like, oh, yeah, sure. I could do that. Yeah, right. Not yet. I can't do that. Yeah, right. We did that last year, though. Yeah. You're just like, eh. We've got some money in our savings. Fuck it. Let's go. See ya. It's, so the hunt, the thing that's cool about Africa is that, well, everything's cool about Africa. It's such a fun place to go and hunt. But what's kind of fun about it is, like, if you have enough time to plan for it and you save up your money for it. Yep. It's not bad. Like, you don't, like, I don't know. It's a It's a goal. For you to, you know, to shoot for it. You want plenty of time in advance to know know about it and save up for it. It's, right. It's cool. It's less stressful that way. But, really, you pay for the flight to get there yep. and back. And then you pay for the hunt. So, the hunt is, uh, Stuart's got an awesome package. And I think it's five animals. Five animals for, like, 5,500 or something like that. It's pretty good. Pretty cheap. You, you can't. There's nowhere in America that you can go on a five animal hunt. No, ever for that no. little price. Like, well, you're just saying. So Wyoming Bear Camp is fifty five hundred bucks, right? And you still have to pay for the tag, which is three hundred bucks, right? You know, Washington was you said it was three to four grand, yeah, yep. for a bear hunt, and that's just one animal. Yeah, this is going to Africa, fifty five hundred bucks for five animals. Like that's right. fucking badass. You know, when you think about it, that is cheap. And in Washington, you were staying in a tent right correct that wasn't that cool yeah it wasn't that bad either but no but you're saying tent like we're saying five-star accommodations which is right. pretty sick um I, I gotta pause real quick my work phone's going off and i'm on call okay so pause Ugh. and we're back where were we um what were we talking about maybe move a little bit closer i'm not 100 percent sure africa. oh yeah africa yeah. um yeah fit, it's not that bad. Uh, it's just price wise. Oh yeah, I think we were talking about uh, accommodation stuff. You're staying tents out there, and like most North American hunts, you're kind of roughing. Yeah, it. you're not roughing in Africa, dude. You're fucking. It's like five star accommodations, and they mm-hmm. feed you really well. All you can eat, all you can drink. It's nuts, dude. You're just partying. It's like a it's a hunting vacation. That's the best way I can explain it. Because you're hunting and you're having a good time, and while you're hunting, it's it's tough. Like it's challenging. The thing is, it's, it's but at challenging. At the end of the day, it's fun. Yes, it's challenging enough. It's challenging enough to scratch at hunting itch, you know, mm-hmm. that you get when you're hunting. 
But then you also know, like, I get to go back to camp and have a fucking really nice hot bath and drink as much as I want to drink with my bros and eat as much food as I want to eat and fucking have a good time, you know? And then, you know, you don't have to, you can sit there, you know, kind of forget about, you know, let's say you made like a, a shitty call or, you know, you didn't, you know, you had a bad experience hunting. Yeah. You don't have to sit there and wallow in that for, you know, the next day you go to sleep till the next day. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of that too. Like I should, not not a lot of that, but there was some heartbreaks in camp, you know, some guys, you know, there was. Um, Eric, he hit a kudu high and they couldn't find it. And it's like, fuck. Yep. And they got like expert fucking trackers and they're just like, you know, it sucks. Like, that's hunting. You know, it sucks ass. That's and how he, she goes. And he, we we're talking to him about it. And like, the thing is he shot at the kudu and we're bow hunting out there. So he shot the kudu and jumped the string and fucking hit him. Yep. So we're, he's kind of worked up about that, but he got to go, go back to camp and, um, decompress, yep. have a few drinks with his bros and fucking have a good time yep. and kind of work through it, you know, and go back out there the next day and have a good hunt, you know, the next day or whatnot. But it's, yeah, it is, that is nice. You get to go back yeah. and decompress from the hunt and just have a good time. That's what's so, it's just so much fun. It's, it's hard to explain with words how much like just fun it is. Yeah. And it's great. I love it. I want everyone to go to Africa at least, at least once. Cause Thing is, like we heard from other people that went to Africa, we're like, yeah, you know, kind of a once in a lifetime trip. And every single person we talked to that's been to Africa hunting, they they all looked at us like, eh, it's not once in a lifetime. Like, yeah, well, it. yeah, no, it's probably once in a lifetime. We're probably just gonna go there once, get the experience, and like that was cool, check it off the box, and move yep. on with our lives. No, no, I want as soon as I start hunting in Africa, I'm like, I want to come back here as much as I can. Yep. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Wyoming bear camp yet, but I'm sure that's going to be an, ex- an awesome, awesome experience as well. But Africa is just so much different. Yeah. It's so much different. Yep. It's just, it's a hunting vacation is the, is the absolute best way I can explain it. Yeah. Cause I know the very first time I ever went out West hunting, never been. Is that with us? No, no. All together? No, it was just me and Tony. We went to Colorado. That's right. Yep. And we basically spike camped for like seven days. And it was the worst experience I've had in a long time. Yeah. It was basically just suffering for uh-huh. seven days. I think I come back like at least 10 pounds later. I looked like Skeletor. It was gross. It was gross. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Now that you're pumping iron, you can't lose them gains. Yeah, no. Ever again. No, don't want to. Too much. It's too much work to get back to it. Yeah. <laughs> so you go to Africa and you bulk. Yeah. See? Yeah. See where That's I'm, where we're yeah. at. Uh-huh. 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 But no, dude, it's awesome. Um, but we, because our Idaho trip wasn't that bad, but you bought a, you bought a fucking big ass, because we went to Idaho together, me, you, and Tony. Yep. Um, I keep saying that improperly. Tony, yourself, and myself. Is that more proper? Sure. I'm just going to stick with me, you, and Tony. Okay. Me, you, and Tony. We went to fucking... I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Idaho. <laughs> and we had a... That was a... That was a super fun trip, too. It was. It was all three of us. And like, yeah. We were all in the same platoon at different times. Like, me and you were together. Tony came in after I left. Yep. But we... Like, he was a Marine before, too, and stuff. So, it's like... It yep. was us going out there and having a... Dude, that was so much fun. Those are cinnamon rolls? Yeah. Holy dude. shit, dude. 
Is that gas station cinnamon roll? They had two different kinds. They had like your oh. regular white frosting cinnamon roll, and then they had maple ones. Oh my gosh. Money, dude. dude. The last day of the hunt, like you guys went back to town, and I was up in the mountain a little bit longer. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to tough it out, brothers. And you're like, well, we're not seeing anything, so there's no point in being out here. I'm like, I'm going to stick it out a little bit longer. Right. And then I fucking it was sticking through the rainfall, you guys... I no. gave you my poncho. Yeah, I you, you still have it. I do still have it. <laughs> <laughs> so like two years. <laughs> you nope. Know? I do still have it, though. I can get it for you when we leave. Because oh. you've asked for it back a couple times. I'm like, yeah, come over and get it. And you never did. Yeah. And then when you did come over, we forget. Yeah. And so yeah I wouldn't worry about it. But um, I remember I left that mountain, and I came back down. And I think I had a bear encounter, but I couldn't see it. Right. But I don't know. Or maybe I was just tired and... Because we met you, like, I just, I just walked I called down. you. Yeah, you called me, like, hey, dude, like, where are you at? Is, <laughs> it's really wet out here. I'm like, yeah, I'm coming down. This sucks. I should have just left with you guys. <laughs> well, and then you just kind of walked, like, I was like, well, we're basically on the road. Yeah, like, I, just I walked just, straight to the road. We'll, well find we, you. We were, we set up our little, our little bivouac site, basically right next to this creek. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I was hopping this creek, and this creek. I know this key, creek feeds right down to the road. I'm like, I'll just run this creek down and meet you guys up down there. I'm like, cool. So I just fucking run down there. And it's a it's a few miles. It's probably, like, I think, maybe two or three miles down the creek. Mm. It's down, basically just down this mountain. This yeah, straight down. This ridge is straight down into the road. I'm like, cool. So I fucking run down there. It takes me a little time to get down there. But I get down there and you guys are there. You're like, I got something for you. I'm like, what? You're like, whoa. Simon roll. I'm like, Yes. Yeah, dude. That shit ruled, dude. That yeah. was so good. Well, I knew you were a cinnamon roll connoisseur. I love them. You know. And I was like, They're great. you know what I think he would like? The last cinnamon roll from this gas station. Yep. And then we just left. Yeah. Like, that was that. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. And then we threw them, like, we had 20 gallons of water in the deep freeze, and we just throw them at the ground the next morning. Yeah. So we could, like, you know, lighten the trip home. Yeah, because it's gas. Right. It ain't free, you know? So. Right. But that wasn't a bad trip, though. Like, comfort-wise, you had that big-ass wall tent. That was pretty sick. And then that camp, that wood stove, stove in there, wood stove in there, that was nice. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. I was sleeping, like, damn near naked most nights because I was so freezing. Yeah, I was not. I slept by the door. Dude, I, you did, yeah. And a lot of times, the door didn't get all the way closed, and that cold draft blew right under my cot. Yep. It froze. Dude, <laughs> it I cold. did not. I was fucking like... I would wake up in the middle of the night to you, like, throwing another log in the stove. I'm like, fuck. And I'm just, like, sitting back there. I'm like, I'm, su- I'm like, super hot. I'm like, I'm not sleeping in the sleeping bag. Yeah. I didn't sleep in my sleeping bag. Well, unfortunately, we had different much. experiences. Because mine, uh, it was cold. <laughs> Why did you just move from the door? Well, it was either that or sleep right next to the stove. Yeah. Because the stove was, like. If you're cold, sleep right next to it. Yeah. Touch it. Melt it. Yeah, just melt, melt under it. Melt, melt onto it. 
Because the the tent that the wall tent that you brought, what? How, how many men was that? Oh shit, eight. Yeah, but with all of our shit, like we were kind of. There wasn't a whole lot of. It was it was a, sixteen by sure. sixteen. Okay. So. so yeah, why did you just move to the other side? Why did you stay? Why did you just stay next? Because there was the wood door, over dude? there. I didn't want to move the wood pile. <laughs> why did you just stay next to the door? You weirdo. I don't know. But yeah, I, I, there's a reason. There's a reason why. But the stove I, where I was at, I'm like, fuck, it's hot, dude. Yeah. But I, I also run hot blooded. I guess I don't know. I'm like a fucking generally hot dude. Not physical, like looks looks wise. Everyone I don't know knows. what you're saying. I've got a face for radio. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> dude. But no, I, I I don't know. I don't get cold very easily. Do you get cold easily? Uh, not necessarily. You know, if if I stay moving, I'm good. But as soon as I stop mm. sitting in bow stand, I'll freeze to death. <laughs> I'll freeze to death. I will. I'll just die. Up dude, there. We need to start white tail adrenaline, fucking. Hunting deer, white tailed deer, just drive around, st- spot and stock. From the That's truck. how I roll, dog. That's the best way to do it. It's more, it's most comfortable. It's nice. Yeah, you can just dress light. Yeah, tree stand hunting. I like it. It's nice because it's like if you're in a spot that you know is good, then right. it makes the most sense. It makes so much sense. Like yes, hang a tree stand. Say I, it's a say it's a piece of private or a very, 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 very secluded piece of public. It's like yeah. that makes sense to tree stand hunt. But I realized I went down south not too long ago to hunt white white-tailed deer, mm-hmm. and I set up my stand in a couple of pieces of public. And I told this on the last podcast with Austin and Jordan, and we were talking about that. I'm like, it, it's almost pointless to set up stands on a piece of public anymore because there's so there's in Iowa, just go sit in someone else's. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> In Iowa, there's not that much public land. Like there's, it, it's less than one percent mm-hmm. of all land in Iowa is public, so there's not that much huntable public land, and it gets overrun. Like that's yep. and that's why Iowa's a draw, a, a draw state, is we don't have that much public land to hunt. We don't have that that good of deer habitat in Iowa. We have big bucks. Like we have pretty nice, like good sized bucks here, and we have a good deer population. But that's because we are a draw state. It's not. Like we have so much habitat and so much, so such a huge deer population that we can, we could sustain over the counter um, mm-hmm. pressure. We can't. The state of Iowa cannot handle that much pressure because we don't have that good deer habitat. And then going into public land and see how many people draw and stuff and uh, utilize the public land in Iowa. It's like fuck, dude. Mm-hmm. It's rough. There's a lot of people here. Like when we're in Idaho. And it's like people we didn't talk, see anyone. Not really. We saw a couple people. Did we see any? Well, we, what was that guy's name? Driving around remember. that. He had, he had a in that Kubota. Yeah. Uh, well, there's that. But then there's another guy in a truck that we talked to. But he's like, oh, I'm out here for the next month, so I'm not really trying too hard right now. It's early season. Because we went when we went to Idaho, it was early season. Yep. Like season just. We were actually there season opener, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, pretty so sure. It was early, early season elk hunting. Mm-hmm. And should have waited a week. Should have waited a week because towards the end of that, that's when excursion, they started. Yeah, but we also didn't realize that it was Memorial. That's why we did it because it was Memorial Day weekend. Yep, we had an extra free day off from work. Yep, that's right. So we went out to Idaho to save on comp or uh, PTO. Yep, and uh, there's people fucking running yeah, everywhere. All remember that trophy truck and shit. Yes, that trophy truck running the trails. That was uh-huh. pretty badass. That was pretty sick, dude. Should we tell them the Britney story? 
Yes. <laughs> so, okay. Um, so we'll go back to where the was that? Story, the Brady story comes in. We're in, on the way to Idaho. This was in. It had been. Was it Wyoming? It's Montana, I think. Montana. Yeah, let me look it up. I know. I it know exactly a, where it was. was. Maybe it was Montana. We're it's coming. during the last leg of our trip because we were filling up water at this random spigot outside of a gas station. Was it a gas station or was it a restaurant? Yeah, it was a gas, a gas It was like restaurant. a truck stop. Yeah, okay. I think it was Big Sky. Okay, because we asked him, like, we went to the gas station, got, our, got some supplies, and we asked him, like, hey, we're getting close to where we need to be. We don't want to fill up our water jugs that we had. Like, do you have water? Like, yeah, right over there. I'm like, no, I mean, like, like bulk supply water. Like, like we, we fill it out ass, of a faucet. We have these huge-ass cans. We don't want to go to the, the soda, the fountain pop region right. and click it in and... You know, that's crazy. Yeah. So, like, do you have, like, a, a big faucet or like spigot? And they're like, oh, we have a spigot outside. I'm like, cool. Can we utilize it? And like, yeah, go ahead. Like, nice. <laughs> go. You go. All right. So, we go out there. We open up the trailer. Brought an enclosed trailer with us, you know. Because we had deep freeze and stuff in there. Anyways, yep. we had... How many cans do we have? We have two or do we have four? We had four. We had four that's water cans. Yeah, four, like, military... Because where we were going, we didn't know how remote it would be. And we also wanted to set up camp and just be done. So we had enough, basically, four water cans that would hold all three of us up, like, water-wise for right. the week, I think. It would would have been close to the week. Yeah. Well, and I had them 20 gallons of frozen water yep. in the deep freeze. But anyways, yep. we open up the trailer. We get these water cans. Jake and Tony grab these water cans. The walk start. They take off before me. I close up the trailer so no one stole our shit out of there. Anyways, yeah. I'm walking. We, we weren't in a great spot. No, it was mildly sketchy. Yeah. yeah. So I'm walking down the alley and I hear someone crunching rocks behind me. So I look behind me and there was like this little skinny thing. Thing. She, she was wearing like a bandana as a top, yeah, and then like had a g string pulled way up, like yep, over her hips, and now well, I don't really call them hips. Yeah, I don't think she had those bones. Those bones, yeah, the lower half of those bones that connect to the legs. Yeah, yeah, those things. Those things. And uh, she was literally a pencil. Yeah. So my best description of her. We were at a truck stop, so one can only assume lot lizard. Yeah, but I can't confirm. But um, that's the vibe I get. Looking at her, looking back at her, I looked at her, and my immediate reaction was yes, lot lizard, and or um, she's messing around. Mm-hmm. That's ran, what ran I out of, ran out of monies. Right. Need some more meth. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So I'm, she comes tromping up. Yep. I'm standing there. These guys are, Jake and Tony are filling these water cans. And I'm standing there just, you know, kind of watch them fill these water cans. And this girl walks up and she goes, hey, I'm Brittany. I look over at her. I'm just like, the fuck? I was like, Mitch, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's like, God, it's really hot out here. Do you guys think I could get under that water? 
Oh, <laughs> we just look at her. We're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and anyways, <laughs> she she sticks her <laughs> she sticks her head under that water spigot. And mind you, this water spigot's probably I would say three foot off the ground. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, and she just starts whipping her hair around like, because like, like a whirlwind. Because like at this time when Mitch gives her <laughs> gives her access to our water, we back up and like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> she starts whipping her head around, and then as she's spinning her head, she just smokes that water spick with the back of her head, <laughs> and all as we hear is her go ow, <laughs> and then she just walks away. <laughs> She's like, well, just lost that sale, huh? <laughs> oh my god, it was. <laughs> and we, oh my god, we, that, we, that was so. It is so funny because it's so at this time it's so like flabbergasting. We're, yeah. we're just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and she's just slapping her gross wet hair all over Tony's legs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we all just kind of stood there, dumbfounded, like looking at each other, like. What did we just witness? What is this, dude? What, you know, and we'd been driving a while, so we're all very sleep deprived, right? You know, we'd been driving a little bit. We're tired, yeah, because we wanted to get there, and we were like, "What just happened, dude?" That was nuts. Like, yeah, she was whipping Tony. It's like their <laughs> gross ass fucking hair. Oh, holy shit, that was nuts. It, it's just like we're she like we're. I think we were thinking that she'd just come up and get a drink. Yeah. Like, you just stick her mouth in there. No. Okay. Thanks, yeah, guys. See you later. Gerbil She's sip. like, no. And I want to know what was going through her head. Like, I wish she would have stuck around because we'd be like, what's going, what's going on in there? Yeah. It would have been nice to, like, analyze her a little yeah. bit more than we got to. It would have been because I'm sure she came out. She's, like, she's thinking, she's like, oh, dude, three dudes up there, over there. Getting some water. I can make a, <laughs> I can... Make some good money here. Right. Fucking. Whatever. I don't know if she's thinking fucking, you know, like. Ski that shit or what? And whatever else. Like, whatever action she was thinking, she's like, I can get three times the money right here. Three, you got three guys. All they need to do is. She probably had it on her plane. She's like, they're getting water. They're travelers. Weary travelers on right. this path. There was a dumpster right there. There's a dumpster right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all they need to do is go up underneath this water, make some small talk, say, hi, I'm but <laughs> and make and get under that water and flip my sexy hair around and they're just gonna want to fuck and then she domes herself just dunk and she's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then walks off it's like that was weird oh it's like and also it's like clearly she was on drugs oh had to have been clearly and it's like she walks up to these guys we're all like not looking like we're on drugs right so it's like you just think you're gonna cut these weary travelers on this path out of an enclosed trailer oh we were driving the fucking burb yeah that yeah you're right we didn't have like a nice truck to drive right we're driving the burb which kind of did look like a meth truck yeah a little bit i suppose maybe that's what she's thinking maybe she saw the burb and oh that's just like fuck yeah these guys just got into the life. I yeah. Can, fuck it. <laughs> I can siphon some money off they of them. Just started, they just started on this journey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What a time oh, to dude, be alive. That was nuts. That was, so, that was so fucking wild. Probably, I would say, the most memorable thing on that trip was that moment. Yes. For me. That will oh, for forever sure, be ingrained into my head. Well, we, none of us killed elk. 
No. So that was it. Right. And that the was the thing. Rules. The cinnamon rolls is cool. The cinnamon rolls did rule. In those ranchers that we met. Oh, And we way talked cool. to them. They went and hunted down that grizzly bear that killed the, the dudes up on that fucking peak. Yeah. Nuts. Cool guys. Yeah. Hardcore. Old dudes. Old dudes, yeah. Leather yeah. face. The one dude, he was fucking just straight leather. Smoking his Marbies. Yeah. He had the black duster on and his yeah. cowboy hat, and the other guy was in full fucking Canadian tuxedo. Oh, yeah, dude. And he's from Boston. <laughs> he had a Boston accent. Yeah, he's a Boston, that was weird. He's a Boston cop. He's a, was it Boston or New Jersey? It was one of them places over there. One of them there. places. And he, they were telling us all these stories. I'm like, damn, this is... This is pretty badass. Pretty sick. Like, we'll just sit here and drink coffee with these guys in the yeah. morning. I wanted to. I wish I could get them on the podcast. It'd be cool, but right. how do you get hold of them again? They're ranching. Just go there. The one dude's a retired police officer in Boston or New Jersey or something yeah. like that. He was. They were and friends, went, right? Yeah, because they he, serve in the military together. No, I think he just um, the one dude retired from being a cop and came went to Idaho to for to retire and ranch just for like for fun. Whatever. And I guess I don't know if they work together. They, maybe they met each other in the cinnamon roll factory, and they're like, "Hey, yeah. coffee and cinnamon rolls." It's pretty good here. Like, pretty this, good time. These rules. And this, that one dude is c- clearly a lifetime rancher. Mm-hmm. Talking like this. Yeah, we went down this grizzly bear, ate someone. We had to go on him down, kill him, kill him. That damn grizzly bear. Like he talked kind of like that, like real rugged. Fucking, yep. I'm a rancher. I'm drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes and running cattle from end to end. Yep. Fighting off wolves, grizzly bears, and mountain lions. Something like that. Yeah. It's kind of like, as about as good of a rancher voice as I can do. Well, he he also told us they hadn't seen many grizzlies because of the berry population was down. Didn't they get like a frost early and killed all the berries or something? Yeah, well, something we weren't like seeing that. any bears. Yeah. Which that made us a little bit happy. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. Because we knew where, where we were hunting in Idaho was where grizzly bear country. That's where a lot of the attacks yes. and stuff in the past had been. Because it's They've so close to Yellowstone. Very close to Yellowstone. They just run from Yellowstone into that part of Idaho, eat a couple dudes, go back to Yellowstone. Yeah. Eat some hikers, whatever. Eat some hikers, drag them into Yellowstone, eat them, right. fucking eat some elk, whatever. Yep. Mostly hikers. Going probably. to bed. Going to bed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that place, that place is awesome. I want to go back there real bad. Yeah, it was. You know, it'd be just I to, only go back there with you and Tony, though. Yeah. What was that one ridge we got on where we had them elk bugling? Uh, the, is the last two days? Of yeah, our yeah. We, that was sick. That was good. Yeah, that was when the elk hunting started picking up, and yeah. we had, and then we had to leave. And it's like, damn it, right? If we would have planned it for that to be our first day. We did spend like two days in like a really just bunk ass area, bare and wasteland that got burnt out years ago. Yeah, just hasn't come back yet. Yeah, I mean it'll probably be good someday again. Yeah, there's a lot of moose there though. Oh, maybe you know I was thinking about when you were telling the story about the moose or that potential maybe grizzly bear chasing you. You think it was a moose? Could have been. That's what I was thinking about. Fucking could have been, dude. There's a a lot of moose in that unit. Well, you see how big them baby moose were? They're huge. Are they baby moose or baby meese? Baby meese. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But, you know, they were, I don't know, I'd I'd call them four feet tall to the shoulder. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. They're huge. Yeah. Big ass babies, dude. 
Yeah. And even like the, the the bulls, we saw a couple bulls in there. Yep. They're pretty decent, I guess, Shire's moose. Like they're yeah. pretty decent sized. Like body respectable. wise. Huge. Like, yeah, but antler even antler Even size, their antlers is like antler size. I'm like, I I thought they looked kinda of small because 'cause I'm used to seeing moose from like Canada. Yeah. And fucking that other place that has big moose. Yeah. Yukon. That's yeah, what I'm thinking. Yukon moose, yep. They they're huge. They're like fifty inches. I'm like, hell, yeah. that's a moose. Like, yeah. That's all these moose. I'm like, these are bitch ass moose. And I see other pictures of Shirus moose. I'm like, oh, those were actually good moose. Then. Yeah, because Shiruses don't get that big antler size. No, nope, they don't. And that I seen one two years before that out in or no, a year before that out in Colorado, up on that big plateau. A moose. Was, yeah, I walked like twenty yards away from it, mm. and then. Later found out that probably wasn't a good idea. Yeah. Because they're blind and they'll just, like, stomp you to death. Yeah, they're blind and if, if you sneak up on them and then they, you get too close and they realize what you are, like, that you're that close already, they're like, no! Or, yeah. Or, mm! Start stomping you, well, dude. They don't get, they're, they're huge and they're just like, I don't know what to do. Stomp, stomp. Yeah, I'll just crush this thing to death. It's just the cows. Like, we got pretty, because we, in... I know we got pretty close to yeah. this cow, that cow with the calf. Well, those two babies that we've yeah. seen. And we realized that was also a dumb move. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, you live and you learn. Yeah. The first day that we were there, we put on like 10 miles. Yeah, it was ridiculous. We're like, we're like we need man. to go up there. Yep. We did. We did. Nothing. Like this, Nothing. We, that was dumb. We crest the hill and we're like, man, it's just as bad as the other side. Shit. Like I bet if we keep going, it'll get better. It didn't. Mm-hmm. And then you know it was me and you because we only had two guns, right? Or was that how that went? Yeah, I didn't have a. I didn't bring a pistol. Yeah, I was the only one that brought guns. Yeah, you brought you brought handguns and you gave one to Tony. I'm like, I'm with one of you guys, right? Because I want to get eaten, right? And you didn't even have spray at that time, did you? No. No, I went back. We went to a shop like halfway through the trip, and I bought some bear spray. Yeah, you still got that stuff. Yep. Does that ever like go bad? I'll find out. When I spray <laughs> I'll find out when I need grizzly it. bear's face, and I, he mauls me. Yeah. <laughs> when I went out with uh, to Idaho with uh, Justin Trees and his son, we uh, his son decided to test his bear spray mm-hmm. while Justin and I were downwind of him. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, sounds fun. Got me good. Yeah, Got that, Justin even better. That was funny. That sounds not pleasant. How <laughs> how uh, how happy like the were you? Shaper is what it was. How happy were you guys about that? Um, he was way more unhappy than I was. <laughs> Justin, yeah, uh, I suppose it was he's his like, kid. yeah, he's like, this is my kid. He's, right now, it's time to be. Why did you do this? <laughs> <laughs> why are you punishing me? Why did you spray us? This is dumb. Like, yeah. What the fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like a it's kind of like a, the CS chamber just not as intense so yeah well I think you know they went a little overboard on that when yeah. they made us do that yeah the CS chamber sucked ass and basic dude yeah that was the least fun mm-hmm. for sure on day like three <laughs> yeah <laughs> that sucked I was pissed I had to do it twice me too well I had to do it yeah, it is not fun. Oh, I had to do it, like, go through it? Yeah. And, like... That's what I mean. Uh, like... Yeah. Like... The group I... So, 
they they broke you up in groups, obviously. Right? Yep. So my group, there was a couple guys that were just like freaking not out, not doing well. They're like <laughs> recycle, like God. They yeah, they, we ran out of there and fucking like <sighs> they like, get back in there, like fuck. Not right. fun. So when I went through it, I went through you know and you know like you do, you try to hold your breath. Everyone does. Then you gotta say your. They make you say your like uh, the soldier, the soldier's, soldier's creed. creed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Make you say that. Yep. And then they make you hold your gas mask in one hand and your rifle in the other at yep. shoulder height. Mm-hmm. Well, I was so fatigued at this time, my shoulders were dead, so my arms started hanging down, and my drill sergeant's like, "What are you doing, pirate? Get the <laughs> fuck back in the line!" <laughs> Like, son of, so they singled you out. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. They just made my whole group go back through because they're like, no, they, they made me bitches. I guess they're like, get in the front of the line. Fuck. Well, you know, I had the shortest route at that point, right? Because I was in the front. The guys in the front had it easy. They were the first in and the first out. Yep. You know, second oh, time yeah. wasn't as bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't think. Well, and then so that I went makes sense because yeah, you're the front line. So yeah, yeah, I went ate my skittles and. Out of my MRE. They let you? Or you broke the rules? I broke the rules. Oh. Yeah. We had I earned it that day, okay? I deserve the Skittles, <laughs> dude. Leave me alone. All right? I earned it. I earned this. I did it twice. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, dude, CS humor sucked ass. Yeah, they made us do the same shit. It's just, it sucks. I remember on my FTX, I found like an old oil can. Or something out in the woods. It was cold and raining. It rained for like four or five days. So I made a fire in an oil can to try to dry my shit out. I got in trouble. Of course. You can't Weird. start. You can't start fires out in the middle of the Georgia woods, dude. Like, <laughs> why? Because <laughs> it's been raining for five days. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, whatever. Oh, uh, after, after being in the army for a while, it's like. It kind of makes sense that like you yeah. can't just have privates out there fucking starting fires. Yeah. Starting half the yeah. base on fire. We did By that. By the time, you're like, come on, man. I'm just trying to survive out here. Yeah. It's cold. Yeah. What time did you go? What, when did you go through basic? It was January. Oh, shit. So, so I went through the summer. It was completely different. Yeah. It was hot as fuck. Not me. It was cold. The PT field, you know, where you do PT in the sand, it yep. was frozen most mornings. Ouch. And we had privates wearing, like, when we do our, r- our ruck marches and shit, they'd wear, like, their thermals, and they'd be dying heat casualty, like, <laughs> ah, oh, shit. Heat casualty? Yep. In January? Yeah. Did it get hot there, too? Well, you know, when you're marching with thermals on. No, that's true. You're, you know, I mean, our drill sergeant said, he said, I swear to God, pirates, if you put your thermals on, before you do this road march, I will kill you. <laughs> I will kill you. <laughs> yep. It's probably sick of sending people to fucking sick call. Yeah. Well, it's like, he's like, yeah, you're going to be cold in the morning, but you're going to be walking for yes. at least five miles. You're not going to be cold. No. You're not. We you all know, know this. Carrying all that weight. But some people from like cities and stuff, they don't, they don't understand. If they don't ever reach like any type of inclement weather yeah in their lives there's constantly in like heated and air con- air conditioned right. buildings for their life and then yeah. they get out there and they're like hey you have to deal with inclement weather they don't understand like 
when you move, you generate heat. Right. And you're going to get hot. So it was January in Iowa. Pretty cold. Yeah. I get down there, and it was like 20 degrees warmer. Mm-hmm. And I was walking around with just my, you know, my private uniform on. Yeah. They're like, where's your field jacket? I was like, why? Unneeded. Yeah. It's 40, it's 40 degrees outside, dude. Right. Like it's hot. Yeah, I'm sweating. I'm from Iowa. Right. It's five <laughs> degrees, bro. It's five degrees outside right now in Iowa. Yeah. I'm good. No, except I went to, I went in the summer, so it was hotter than fuck. So I was being a huge bitch. I'm like, this is so hot. Yeah. Fang. Yeah. So hot and humid. Complete different spectrum, you know, like. Yeah. And then uh, I went to Oklahoma, and that was October time frame. And it was kind of chilly there mm-hmm. in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's the way it was for, you know, January. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Man, uh, that yeah. went down a crazy rabbit weird. hole, didn't it? That was weird. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I do want to talk. So you're on steroids, too. Uh, well, I wouldn't say that, Jake. I'm on TRT. <laughs> yeah. Because Jordan and I, we... Uh, I had Jordan on not too long ago, and we talked about it as well, because we both also got on TRT not too long ago. Yep. And you, but you've been on it for a little while. I've been on it since January. Yep. So, okay. So, talk, I, I do kind of want to touch on that, just because I did have some people talk to me, like, message me on it and stuff, like, hey, that, that was a really interesting talk about the, yep. about TRT and stuff, and they had some questions and everything else. So, um, what made you go get checked? So... It, if I'm going to be honest, it was, I was watching TikTok. Oh, sick. And it, watching this guy. And, you know, he was, said how he, you know, he, he said any male over the age of 30 should go get tested and see where their levels are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was, then I started getting to looking at, you know, the symptoms of low T and a lot of it aligned with some of the symptoms I was having, you know, yeah. and I would go to the VA for these things and they would just be like, Oh, here's this bottle of pills. Here's this bottle of pills. Here's this, here's that. And, you know, after a while, you know, you kind of get tired of feeling like a, like a zombie more or less. Yeah. So I decided to get it checked. I had it checked at the VA. My test come back at like 400 something low fours. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I'm not that old. Like, fuck's sake! I'm the, only thirty-two. What, what did the VA tell you though when it came back? They said, "Oh, it's good." Yeah, don't worry about it. Yep. Like, is it normal? Yeah, is, is it, it normal? Like, what's the range here? And they just didn't tell, they just right. didn't tell you much or what? No, they're saying, "No, it's good." Okay. Yeah. So, did I, you, okay, before that, did you know what healthy T levels were for your age group? I figured anywhere from seven. To like 900, somewhere in that range. Seven to nine was where, you know, it should be, Mm -hmm. I think. Because I'm not that old. I mean, fuck's sake. Fucking, what, 33? Yeah. Yeah. So, I was like, 32-year-old male. I'm not a fat, obese slob. You know, I was like, mine should be higher than that. Yeah, you'd think so. So, I went to uh, a men's health clinic. Mm-hmm. And uh, they tested it right around the same, you know, again, four, low fours, mid fours. Mm-hmm. 
And they're like, well, do you want to do it? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, this is forever. It's a life. So it's a, it's a life altering prescription. Not in like, not in the, when I say that, I don't mean like when people use that term, like life altering, it's like, oh yeah, I lost an arm. So it's like right. a life altering injury. It's like, but it's a commitment. This is a commitment. Yeah. Now, if you were to get off it, could you get your natural testosterone back? Maybe. But probably not. Right. It's only ever, maybe you could. Maybe you could bounce back from it. Probably not. The, the kind of thing that I've heard, like, heard and read and was told by my, my, my doctor, it's like, you're already super low. Yeah. So what your body's going to do is just, is it's going to go back to its normal production. Cause like yep. once the damage is done, it's pretty much done. Yep. Like you're not coming back from that necessarily. Cause it's like <sighs> testosterone is a hormone that men need in order to be men. Be men. And it's a, especially with, with veterans. I feel like it's like, I didn't feel like I was low T. No, I, I did either. I had symptoms of low T, yep. but I ignored them because I'm like, I'm a man. I'm going right. to put that shit in a bottle and fucking never open it back it. up. Like, I'm not going to talk about it because what's the point in talking about it? Because it's not going to get fixed, so fuck it. And, uh, you know, so I had dealt with symptoms just with, in my own brain yep. and all that stuff. And then I, Jordan went and got tested and then talking with you and stuff too. Because you didn't know I was on it, did you? No. And shit, at that up to that not point, until after, are... not until after Jordan. So I was just talking to Jordan about it, right? And then after Jordan got on it, I was thinking about it more. Like maybe I should just go to get tested just to see. And then he found out you were on. It. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, what the fuck, yeah. And your doctor pretty much told you the same thing too, right? Like, yeah, veterans, fucking, yeah, that's exactly right. He said nine times out of ten, a veteran is going to have low T. Yeah, especially a combat veteran, right. someone that's been deployed and actually went to combat, right? And you know. They're like, this is, you know, a life-altering choice. Like, you are going to forever alter your natural hormones. Mm-hmm. And this is forever. Yeah. But you already... At that you, point... You already altered your natural hormones without really even knowing it. Right. Is the thing. So... And, uh, you know, looking back on it, I don't have a regret in the world about it. Because this is honestly the best I've felt probably since I was in my 20s. Yeah. Um, you know, and naturally, these TRT clinics, some of them, some of these big ones, they try to push you on these peptides. Uh-huh. Um, peptides are great, don't get me wrong, but not where you're going to pay for them at these places. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can get them prescribed through a doctor somewhere else aside from a TRT clinic, you're not going to get raked over the coals as bad. Yeah. Like, yeah, they got me. Did they? Yeah. They got me roped right in yeah, there. Yeah. And I took it and, you know, it helped maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on, I was on test, test cipionate and, uh, Ipamorlin. Hmm. I don't know what that means. What is that? Ipamorlin. It's like, a. It's a growth hormone releasing peptide, I believe. Mm. It's been a little bit since I read about it, but okay. yeah, that's basically what it is. Increase your growth hormone. Yeah, I gotcha. So I went in, I because after talking to Jordan and then talking with you a little bit and stuff, 
I'm just like, fuck, dude. Maybe I should just go get checked. Because I didn't... I didn't... I, I didn't... It's not that I didn't feel like I was low T. Because I did. I had, I had a lot of the symptoms. Right. Like, I, you know, like, lack of motivation. You know, uh, sex drive. Fucking work. Like, getting up in the morning. Yeah. Going to the patterns. gym. I'd fucking have to... I'd have to like drag my fucking dying carcass yeah. and down to the downstairs, and I'd have to slam probably four to six hundred grams of caffeine, milligrams of caffeine, before I even thought about going to the gym. Four hundred grams, sheesh! What? I was like four hundred grams, sheesh! Yeah, four yeah four hundred milligrams, <laughs> four four to six hundred milligrams of caffeine depending right. on the day, and before I even got like, would think about like, yeah, okay, yeah, now I can go to the gym. But it's like a, it's just hard, and I'm like, fuck, man, like, stop being a bitch. This is what I always tell myself: like, stop being a bitch and just go to the fucking gym and do what you need to do, and stop being a bitch and go to work. Mm-hmm. But there'd be times where I'm just like, fuck this, I'm fucking not going, I'm not doing it. Yeah, it's just lack of motivation to do a lot of things, and honestly, a lot of it too is like jumping on a trampoline with my daughter and like going out and doing things with her. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't want to. Right. Like in my head, I'm like, I don't want to, but. It, then also on the other side of my head, I'm like, I should though, because I'm her dad and I right. should be doing those, these things with her. I'm like, I only have so much time with her. Like she's 10 years old. Like she's getting, she's starting to get into her preteens. I'm like, I don't have that much time left with my daughter of being an innocent, sweet girl that loves me. Right. She's about to turn into a monster. And I yeah. know that. Yeah. And I'm like, I need to fucking, I need to cherish these moments that I have because I've missed so much of her life from being in the army and yep. other shit and everything else. I missed a lot of her life where I'm like, I'm, I still feel like I'm playing catch up a little bit. Yeah. But then the other part of my brain's like, I don't want to, like, I just, yeah. I, it, it sucks to say it makes you feel like a shitty person, a shitty dad. I'm like, I don't, I just didn't want to come home from work and jump on the trampoline with her. Cause I'm fucking tired and I don't have the energy and all this other stuff. Now, you know, and I was down fucking caffeine like crazy too. I'm just like, I just don't feel, feel good. Yeah. But I feel a little bit better when I drink shit in the caffeine. But it's like, I don't know, I just wouldn't, it was just hard, you know, it was really hard to do those things. And things that I also knew I needed to do. So right. I would like force myself to do them and I'd force a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. And I'd try not to let it affect my, my time with my daughter and stuff like that yep. or my wife or anything. But it's I'm hard. Like, Fuck, but it's so hard. Yeah, it's so just... hard. And I'm like, why am I like this? I'm just, I'm just like thinking, like, I, it's just part of growing up, I guess. You just yeah. become a fucking fat, old loser. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well, that's just what I'm becoming. But I'm going to really try not to and just not be a bitch. And then I went and got tested, and my levels were at like 200 and something. Yeah. Like, really, really low. And my doctor, she told me, or my nurse, I think she's yeah. technically a nurse. Oh, I got a my person on Thursday. So my girl. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. Mm. No shit. Yeah, sick. She's cool. Reference. Um, what reference? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. You just put me down. Yeah. Oh, nice. Now my my next refill is gonna be a little cheaper. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Appreciate it. But uh, yeah, she's awesome. She's great. But she, I went and talked to her, and she got got my. Tests and stuff, and I told I, she was talking to me like my first visit. She was talking to me like uh, like like I was already a candidate. Like, but how do you know? How do you how do you like? We're already talking about like what we're gonna do and stuff like that. How do we know that I'm gonna need it? And she's like, you're gonna need it. 
she's like, I've never met a veteran, mm-hmm. a combat, a, a veteran, let alone a combat veteran that hasn't been low T. I'm like, yep. really? She's like, seriously. I'm like, wow. Okay. Well, all right then. So I came back. She's like, yep, sure. Shit. You're fucking really low. Like your my brother was one thirties. Like yeah. he was low, low, low. Right. She's like, I don't know how you can even get up to tie your shoes in the mornings. You know, <laughs> she's like, you're so low. The struggle's real. Yeah, and like same with like me, I was very low. But she told me like my like the average like normal test normal test ranges for men in my age, um, at thirty two in my age group. They're like, she's like, it's anywhere. It's a big range. She's like, it's anywhere from four hundred or no seven hundred to thirteen hundred yeah. is like normal, and it's a big range. She's like, mm-hmm. but a lot of a lot of other clinics and stuff like that, and the VA especially, they say. Anywhere between like two thirty, three hundred, three hundred or something, or crazy, whatever. Low. Like three hundred to nine hundred is normal for them. And she's like, "That's that's no. fucking stupid." She's like, "But it all depends on the person." And that's the thing is like, if you go get tested earlier when you're young, and you then you can get a baseline. Mm-hmm. You can know like, okay, because some people naturally produce more testosterone than others. Right. That's just the way it is. So you can't put a blanket term on it. So. But she's like, yeah, we're going to try getting you up to like the upper threshold just because then, because it ebbs and flows. Testosterone is a hormone that's drastically affected by how you live. Yep. It's affected by what you put in your body for food. It's affected by your sleep. It's affected by your stress levels. It's affected by so many factors. Yep. That's why it's such a lar- large range of levels, right? Mm-hmm. And she's just like, we'll get you up to, Try try to get you to the upper levels so that when it fluctuates downwards, you're not gonna be as affected, I guess, yeah. negatively. So that's cool. I've been feeling absolutely fucking great. Dude. Oh, I feel yeah. so good. I like, now I want to go out with my daughter and play yeah. with her and do these things. And I, I I genuinely want to do these things. Like thank God because it's been life altering. Like you yeah. said. But in a good way, where it's like I don't want to ever get off of it. And yeah, okay, yeah. so I can't. Oh yeah, I will be. One of the side effects is you're going to become sterile. But my wife and I don't plan on having any kids, so it's right. like that's perfectly fine. I was going to get a vasectomy anyway, so I might as well just keep fucking right. taking TRT and yeah. not have to worry, just about, not worry it. about it. But uh, now I want to do these things. And I feel motivated. I want right. to go to the gym in the mornings. I want to. Like I used to, you know, like when I was a little bit younger, right. like I wanted to do these things. I'm like, yeah, I want to, I'm driven. I want to go to the fucking gym. I want to get in shape. I want to be fucking this. I want to do that. Yep. Like, all this stuff. And now I finally have it again. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, this is, this, it rules. It's where you want to be. Great. Yeah. You know, and I'll say, you know, same as you, Jake, you know, I had, uh, you know, just no motivation, uh, pretty, you know, hard time like finding the urge the will to do you know just random everyday shit yeah you know and then depression along with it and you know yep. like you said sex drive all these things and if i were to go to the va and tell them that they'd be like oh yeah here here's this grip of pills just take yep. them every day oh low sex drive viagra yep. here's oh you depressed what what's what, antidepressants yep. um fucking SARMs. Is that SARMs? Is that one? No. No, that's a disease or something, probably. SARMs? <laughs> I don't know. SARMs are selective antigen receptor modulators. Okay. Yeah. What's that? It's like, you know, RAD140. Oh, okay. What's, uh, oh, yeah, right. Gotcha. <laughs> what? Wink. Well, yeah, all right. <laughs> um, what's, uh, 
What are the all the inner presents that all the famous people are on? Like, it doesn't matter. I don't. Serotonin, I don't really know. Serotonin drugs make you happy. Mm-hmm. Antidepressants like artificially make you happy. And I was on antidepressants for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. You know, you feel better. Yeah, but you feel empty. If that yeah. makes sense, you feel hollow. You, you just, almost feel like a shell of yourself. Do you just lose like the care? Where you're just like, you're happy because you just don't give a fuck. I think so. Yeah. That's what I hear from a lot of people. Yeah. And I was just like, well, fuck these. And I was on some. Made me feel great. But they made me impotent. Oh. Uh, no matter what I... That. What? You don't want that. No. I was like, hey, let's do let's the do stuff. Something. You know? Yeah. And so... Those were out the window. And then, you know, like the lack of concentration and stuff. They give me Adderall. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, like, did it really... I, I was looking for yeah. something to fix all of it. Right. Well, it's like you don't want... You take one set of pills, then you have to take another set of pills to mm-hmm. fix the side effects of that. Those set of pills, you have to take another set of pills to fix the side effects of those set of pills. The next thing you know, you're taking fucking... A shit ton of pills. And at on the same page as that, what is the side effects onto your liver at that point? Yes. Because processing all these pills. Right. You know, and does the VA ever test anyone's liver enzymes? Probably not. No. I don't think I've ever been tested by no. the VA for it. They just when you're prescribed drugs through them, they just make you piss in a cup, I think. Yeah. I think maybe they do labs. I don't think they test for liver enzymes or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, they're prescribing all these this and mind you, you know, VA's great for stuff. Yeah. But I don't like how they just push pills to veterans. I don't either. I hate that. That's my right. number one pet peeve of the VA. Yeah. I don't that's so yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. And yep. that pushed me, you know. Into doing it. You know, I, I was thinking about it probably from probably about this time last year, mm-hmm. honestly. And I got my blood tested, and then I was like, well, I'm going to go to this TRT clinic and see what they can do for me. Yeah. And I would, I'm happy I did. Mm-hmm. It, uh, like I said, you know, I just, even like you, like you said with your daughter, like doing stuff, like, You know, she's growing up and someday I'm not going to be, you know, the guy she wants to hang out with, you know, when we, when she's at my house, she'll probably rather sit in her, in her room on her phone, texting her friends or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or, or you think she just wants to go hang out with her friends that week. Right. She's like, I don't want to come, you know, I I can't come over dad because I want to go hang out with my friends. And you're just like, you don't want to be selfish and be like, but I, but. I yeah. want you to come hang out with me. Mm-hmm. Which she's like, well, I have friends. And, and you know, you she's know, starting you... to do that already. And I'm yeah. starting to notice that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. We're uh, getting pretty limited here on time. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, want to do stuff with her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe teach her some stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, I want to take her hunting and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Yeah, it's, it, it sucks. It's like... um when you're young, like when, well, well, when we were in Afghanistan and stuff together too, it's like, 
fuck, dude, like, I feel invincible. Yeah, dude. You know, like, I'm all hyped up. Like, you know, they say, like, I'm young, dumb, and full of cum kind of thing. It's like... It's not wrong. It's not wrong, because it's like, this, the truth, or it's like, you don't really think about it. And then you have a kid, and everything else, and you just start watching them grow up, and you, you just realize, like, how fast time goes, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I'm 32 now. You're my age, too. Yep. 32, 33? 33, 33, yeah. Okay, so, you know, we're this basically the same age where it's just like, fuck, dude, you know? Like, when we were 18, 19 years old, or 19, 20 years old in Afghanistan, it's like, dude, I got my whole fucking life. Like, if I die tomorrow, like, it is what it is. I sign up for it kind of thing. Mm. But you don't really think about it that much because you're like, well, I'm just not going to. Like, it's right. fine. You know, just like, don't but if, if I do, then I don't have to worry about it because I'm dead. So it's, mm. it is what it is. But now that I'm older, I'm just like, fuck, dude. Like, I want to be around longer. Like, I want to be, not only do I want to be around longer, but I want, I don't want to just, I don't want to live, I don't have a goal. Like, I don't want to live to 100. No, right. I don't want to live to be, I'm 100. That's not my goal. I want to live every day to my, to its fullest while I'm here. I don't, I don't care if I die when I'm 80. I don't care if I die when I'm 70, 60, 70, 80, or 100. Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I just want to be able to do what I want to do while I'm here. Yep. You know? And it's like, and I start getting to a point where I'm just like, fuck, dude. Like, I'm aging. Like, right. rapidly. Aging yeah. fast. And, and you're like, I didn't know what the problem I mean, I knew, like, obviously, the army aged me quite a bit mm-hmm. and beat me down a little bit. And maybe stole a few years off my life where it's like, like quality of life and stuff. I'm like, I don't want to accept that. So I was hearing about TRT and everything else. I'm like, fuck dude. Like I'm going to go give that a shot. And not, not even, I didn't even go to the clinic to to get on TRT. I'm just like, I'm just going to go get checked and see if this, if, if I'm a viable candidate and then maybe I'll start entertaining the idea of it. turns out I was very low and I'm like, thank God I did entertain it. Mm -hmm. You know, I do feel great. I feel I do. I, I don't feel invincible like I did bef- before. Like it's not like a anti aging deal, right. but it's one of those things where I'm like, I feel so much better. Like I look around. Like before, I'd look around at dudes my age group and be like, man, they're out there playing with their kids. They're doing the thing. Mm-hmm. They're all these all these things. I'm like, I just don't have that. Like I feel just like shit. I guess. Like yeah. I don't know. Like in my head, I, I didn't say this a lot. I didn't talk about it a lot. You know, to my wife or anything like that. So I'm like the fuck is she gonna do it's kind of embarrassing she, yeah it is embarrassing it's like i'm a man dude like i was in the army i was an infantryman i fucking went right. to afghanistan i fought i did what i needed to do i was the man i was the man back then you know it's like now when i started feeling like not the man anymore i'm like fuck dude like this right. sucks like my back fucking hurts my knees hurt my fucking i'm pissed off like this right. sucks and i start i don't think i was getting like emotional like lashing out like that and stuff but in my head i'm just like Damn, dude, you're a fucking piece of shit. Like, mm-hmm. you don't even want to go out and fucking jump on the trampoline with your daughter. You don't even want to go out and do these things. Like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yep. And it, you know, it just sucks. It's a constant battle in my head. And like, after I got on TRD, it really did change a lot of that. And just the mentality it kind of changes and, the way you think. Yeah, in a way. it does. It makes you feel better. Yep. Like, you just feel so much better. You feel like a man again. Yep. And it's just weird that like I don't know if it's like the the stress of being at war. Or if it's the food that we had to eat when we were there, like the mm. MREs and all this other processed bullshit that we had that to eat. That probably wasn't good for us. The, all of that stuff. Right. Like all of, the, all of the things. And drinking this third world country water for a year. Like right. Where the fuck that water come from? I don't know. It's dirty water that they threw a bunch of chlorine tablets in. Right. Like, that's what we drink. Like, what's that effect? I don't know. 
I don't know any of these things. I didn't do studies. I'm not a fucking scientist. I'm not even very smart. I'm dumb. <laughs> I'm a dumb fucking grunt, dude. I don't know. Right. But all I do know is that my test levels did drop dramatically, and it's not good. Like those side effects happen, and they don't happen overnight. It's yeah. not like it's not like it's not like um, going outside, breaking your leg, and be like, I have a broken leg. I need to get this fixed. Right. It happens. It happens slowly. Yep. It's a slow crawl to to obscurity i feel like you know death of a thousand cuts yeah it's like that it is like that it sucks you yep. but after getting tested and realizing that that was the best course of action I'm like holy fuck dude after the first honestly the first injection of trt i'm like whoa yeah like, holy shit yeah nice and then I, now i've been on it for a while I'm like dude this this is it like this is yeah this, this is the way i'm supposed to feel like this mm-hmm. is what i've been kind of missing it it, it still is kind of embarrassing but that's why i like talking about it because i know there's a lot of guys out there that probably feel the same way as probably we do. do and they don't yeah. want to talk about it and they don't want to think about it right they don't want to think like i'm a low-t individual right i don't want i'm not a bitch i'm a man well and that's like you know when i heard that i was like i should go get tested yeah and i noticed when i told you that i was on trt I noticed you were very inquisitive. Yeah. And for sure. Like you were interested. Mm-hmm. And then so I've already been thinking about it. I'm like, well, what the fuck made you want to go get tested? Right. And then I think I probably told you about the same thing, didn't I? Oh yeah. It's very similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hmm. Weird. That's exactly how I feel. Hmm. <clears throat> yep. Yep. I better go. Yeah. Is it? I think it was very shortly after we talked. I did. I set yep. up an appointment and stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess this is one of those things where um, I feel like talking about it more openly does. I don't know if anyone listening. It, you know, if they fucking feel that way, it's like I just feel like everyone should go get checked. Just to set, at minimum set a baseline yeah. for yourself, mm-hmm. so you know, like, so you can get it earlier. Because I've I've been like this for years, right? Years. And those are years that I'm never going to get back, kind of thing. Right. It's like that I lost on. I so lost on opportunities. Waste, yeah. Don't waste your, you know, your time. It's very, it's your time on Earth is short. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. In, in the grand scheme of things, it's fucking short, dude. Yeah. Right. For sure. Like, where'd this year go already? Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where I catch myself thinking about quite a bit and talking to some people about. It's like, you know, like what's the point? What's the point of? life right the what is the point of being on earth like what mm-hmm. if this is if there is you know a heaven in eternal life after this great that's awesome like i am a christian i do believe those things but at the same time it's like what but what are we doing here on earth like what is the point of being here mm-hmm. and it's like i don't know i don't have those answers i'm not i'm not god i don't know right. why i don't know why we're created i don't know why humans are um so much so vastly more advanced than any other animal on this planet. I don't know why we are. I don't know why we sit here and think about this stuff and monkeys don't and wolves mm-hmm. don't and other animals on earth don't, they don't think like this because they're busy surviving being animals and we're humans and we're not busy doing that stuff anymore. So it's like we sit here and think about this stuff. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, I don't have those answers, but what I do know is that, while I am on Earth, I do want to have a good time. Right. And I don't want to spend it being a bitch. You know, so it's like... Well, I wouldn't say it was being a bitch. It was more I was or less being, a bitch, being miserable. 
Yeah. Right. You, you weren't being a bitch. You were just miserable. Yeah. I, you know, from the way you explain it, you know, you sounded like you were just miserable. I wasn't the king of good times. Right. I was the king of bad times in my head. Right. And it, outwardly, like I talk to my wife and stuff about it. And she's like, well, I wouldn't have known. It's like, I didn't want you to know. Right. Like, I didn't want a lot of you people to know. You weren't supposed to. I didn't want, I, it, I want to, I've always kind of been the guy, like I like, I like being the guy. I want to help people, you know? Mm. And I feel like if um, I am laying my burdens are in my head on other people, then I'm not helping them anymore. Yep. I'm now burdening them with my thoughts yep. and my problems that and I don't want to. I'm like, I just need to put this shit in a fucking box and forget about it. I think that's like a lot of men, they don't ever ask for help. I'm the same way. I don't. Yeah. I just, I, I don't, you know, feel like I need to burden someone else with my problems. Right. Because they have their own. Exactly. So, you know, mm-hmm. you got your own problems. I got mine, you know? Yeah. But now if someone ever needed to talk to me, I'm always open, mm-hmm. you know? Oh yeah. But, I, but as is every other man. Exactly. But that's the thing that also sucks. Cause like there's so many people out there that the majority, the vast majority of people that we know are exactly like that too. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm always here, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, you want to come talk to me and come talk to me. Like I'm always here like to talk to and right. you know, whatever dumb advice I can give, then great. If I, there's no advice, if you just need someone to listen, then sure. Great. Like, let me know, you know, kind of thing. But it's like, I didn't want to be that guy right. that needed someone to right. listen to me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I do. Uh, I know exactly. You know, I know there's a mean. lot of people like that, but then the, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's, it's hard to explain, but you know what yeah. I'm saying? Kind of right. So another thing, I don't think I would have, before I did TRT, I probably wouldn't have talked openly about the issues I was having. No. You know, just like like you said Mm -hmm. earlier, like, Ashley's like, well, I'd never know. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't want you to. Mm Mm-hmm. But now you see these things starting to get better. You're like, okay, now I can talk about it. Right. And that's kind of the flip side, because, like, Mm -hmm. I found something that has... Help you helped it so help help me so much where I'm like now I can talk about it because mm-hmm. I now I know the fix. Yep. But I wouldn't want to talk about it without knowing the fix. You right. Guess right. Yep. <clears throat> it's kind of like the the um, comedian thing or like the Robin Williams. Yep. Like he committed suicide and everyone's like, what the fuck? He was so happy all the time. It's like was, was he though? He though? Yep. Was he happy? Like he was telling jokes and making everyone else happy, but mm-hmm. was he happy? Did yep. anyone take the time to make him laugh? Right. Or was he always the one that was expected to make other people laugh? And mm-hmm. no one was really taking the time to make him laugh and see if he was all right. You know what I mean? Yep. Right? And so then they ended up committing suicide because he was just an unhappy person, but he was good at making other people happy. Yep. You know? It's kind of like that effect where it's like, I didn't want to talk about my problems because I don't have, I, I didn't want to burden other people with my problems. And, mm-hmm. and whenever I did talk about them, like I talked to these so-called professionals well, they'd, they'd, be, they'd be like, take these pills. Interesting. That's unfortunate. Take these <laughs> pills. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to take these motherfucking pills, dude. I don't want to take them. Right. I don't want to take fucking antidepressants. I want to be on that shit. I want to be on it because I know what it does. And I right. don't like that. And I don't like what it's done to other people. I want to so it's like, I want to be better. I want to be back to the way I was. Like, I know this isn't naturally who I am. 
Yep. So I want to be back to who I was before. And like, well, here's some pills. And like, that's going to make me a completely different person now. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that. I still want to be Jake. I still yep. want to be Jacob Johnson. I still want to be myself. I don't want to be a fucking shell of my old self. That just yep. doesn't give a fuck. That's yeah, the way I essence made me feel. Yeah. And I've heard that from multiple other people. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. And also with politics the way it is, like you start getting on antidepressants, and they're going to be like, oh, should you have guns? Right. He's depressed. Should he have guns? Right. Red flag laws. Oh, should we take his guns? Because he's, he's on antidepressants. Oh, right. he's had suicidal thoughts. Like, should we take his guns because he's suicidal? No, bitch. Right. Like, I'm not crazy. I'm just going through some shit is right. all. You know, it's like, and I'm glad I found something that helped me, like, in the most natural way. Because I feel like myself still, still, mm-hmm. I just feel better. So, <clears throat> I was thinking about something as we were talking. Do you think, because, you know, like, everyone, RTRT providers we talked to said most combat veterans have low T. Do you think that the reason for veteran suicide is so high is because of low T? I mean, that thought yeah. was just running through my head here. Yeah. Well, can you grab me a beer quick? Yeah. Cause you're closer. Sure. Um, and I'll answer that. But, uh, Jordan, I kind of touched on that before. Um, I, do think that it has something to do with it. it. It's, I don't think, I don't necessarily know if it's like the reason you want that one. They're pretty good. Okay. Um, so I don't know if it's the reason why veteran suicide is so high, but I, it contributing factor? for sure. A contributing factor for yeah. sure. It's gotta be yeah. right. It's gotta be. And, um, Jordan, and I also talked about, we got some flack for it. Um, one, one guy left a bad review on my podcast because we were comparing um, OEF veterans to World War II veterans and Vietnam veterans. What I was trying to get at is kind of the same kind of thing before. Like before, I was talking to Jordan on this podcast about it. it's like I'm not. It seems like the suicide rate is really high right now with OEF like terror like the war on terror veterans. Yep. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't have the, the stats on hand to show what the veteran suicide rate was for World War II or Vietnam vets. But I also feel like there's, um, societal society, society wise, it was just different back then. And I don't think that, th- I don't think they necessarily don't call me on it. I don't have the science in front of me, but I don't know that they had to deal with the low T situation right. that our generation is dealing with. And I, I think, I think it's a multifaceted problem. Whereas I feel like there's a problem just in the American diet with men. Yep. There's a, a feminization of men in society where men are just right being a little bit more in, like feminine, yep. and it's promoted in society. And mm-hmm. then there's something to do with like, I, I said the diet, but also with like the plastics in our diet. You know, yep. like that stuff ha- has to have a contributing factor. Like our right. cancer shrinking is what. And scientists have said, and also just with, um, society in general, like, like I said, like pushing like a anti man, like I shouldn't say anti men, like, like male, anti, like, uh, the toxic masculinity shit. Right. It's like toxic masculinity is getting misconstrued with just masculinity now. Right. Where they're trying to, certain groups of people are trying to destroy that. Yes. In general. So it's like. Are we feminizing, are men feminizing themselves? Uh, like, just 
is society feminizing men too? I, I have no idea. I don't right. know. I don't know these things because I haven't done the studies. I'm not a scientist. Like I said, I'm a fucking idiot. Right. But um, th- there's definitely something to do with male testosterone levels dropping. Yeah. And also with veterans being that maybe we already have low T going into the army, mm-hmm. lower than past generations. Right. And then we go and we fight. Probably lower than our grandfathers. Yeah. And then we fight. You know. Yeah. And we fight wars. We fight a war and some guys deployed fucking three, four, five, six times mm-hmm. during this 20 year war. We only deployed once to a combat zone, but it's like, even just that year being there, it, it maybe are maybe we were already low T com- as, at 19 years old compared to a 19 year old in 19, right? You know, like our grandfathers of the same age, yeah, guaranteed, way higher. I think so. And like even our fathers, you know, when they were 19, theirs was lower than theirs. Yeah, yeah you know, and my dad had a fucking a full on like beautiful mustache at. When he's in high school, like right. as a as a fucking sophomore, dude. I don't you know see how sure, white trash my beard is? It's disgusting. Yeah, terrible. It's because you don't you're low T. I think <laughs> so. <laughs> but like, just that kind of stuff. It's like you know, like I don't know. I don't know. I wish they did size back yeah. then, so they compare to this generation. But I mm-hmm. just haven't seen those size, so I don't know. But there's got to be a correlation of low T. In the suicide rate in, in men and especially veterans in this current generation. So I'll tell a story. So about my grandpa. My grandpa helped me. I fixed my basement of my house, relayed two whole walls in my basement, jacked the house up, tore the wall out, relayed it all. My grandpa turned 83 when we were laying black and he was throwing 80 pound bags of, you know, cement around. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. I was like, so bitch. Golly. You old fuck. Yeah. You know, in, I think it was, no, I think he turned 82. Cause mm-hmm. when he was 83, he fell off the top of the combine. Oh shit. Yeah. He just got like some bruised ribs and totally some scratches fine. on his arm. Just fine. Huh. Yeah, I was like, you know, that would have put most people in the nursing home, right, Grandpa? Tell his ass go get tested. Just so you know, <laughs> this motherfucker's rocking like sixteen hundred right. test levels at eighty five. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, damn, impressive. It's nice, right? Because I know I won't be able to do that when I'm, you know, eighty two, eighty three, throwing eighty pound bags uh-huh. of cement around. People are like, oh, eighty pound bags of cement, that ain't shit. Yeah, throw 10 of them around a day. Yeah, right. You know. But with modern medicine and honestly, and the, with the TRT program that we're now getting on, it's like we might be able to. Yeah, maybe. Might be able to. But not natu- Not when I say naturally, I mean like not without taking something. Right. I think that boat's just sailed. Mm-hmm. That boat's gone. Like the past is the past. But I think that I, there's just a lot of shit going on in society right now. Like We see it in the news every day. Mm-hmm. People, you know, all the mass shootings and all the violence and stuff like that. And I, I also think that that has something to do with low T as well. Cause like wh- who, who is perpetrating the most of the mass shootings, right? Young men, right? Younger men. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I think there's a society problem with this. And I think, um, testosterone levels has something to do with it where people look at testosterone as being like, Oh, that's going to make that's you angry. Bad. That's bad. Like testosterone is no good. You need to be. You need to have less testosterone in order to be um, 
agreeable. Yes. And be a good so, and be a, and not be so angry because testosterone makes you angry. I have and a story. And you have rage and all this other shit. Yep. But it's like, but low T individuals are the, especially men, low T men are the most dangerous men yes. in society because they lash out and they're emotional. And yep. they're also, I hate to say it, women, but bigger, stronger, and faster than women. Like that's how we're naturally built. Like I hate to fucking to say it. That's the way it is. Men are naturally just bigger, stronger, and faster than women. It's just yep. the way it is. It, it's just nature. I hate to say. It. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to offend anyone, but you, then you take a a man that is low T, frustrated, angry, pissed mm-hmm. off. What are they going to do? They're going to lash out eventually. So I and have, how bad are they going to lash out? We don't know because everyone's different. But I think that has something to do with all the mass shootings and all the fucking violence yep. in American culture right now is the fact that mm-hmm. motherfuckers are misled into believing certain things and they're lashing out. So. I've, so I have a story. Before, you know, around this time last year, I had a few times where I just got frustrated and I got pissed off and I lashed out. You know, I didn't do anything i just kind of flipped out started swearing through some wrenches you know normal shit yeah and uh after i'd gotten on trt for a while and uh my co-workers like you know you're a lot more chill now yeah he's just like you're fucking chill bro Mm -hmm. he's like that's really weird and i think a lot of people have this stigma of like High test males being angry, super aggressive. Yes, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and I think even my sister said it. She's like, "Oh, well, high test is going to make you more aggressive." I was like, "Well, I don't know. I'm pretty fucking chill right now." And you know, my last labs, I was at like a eleven hundred total test. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, it's pretty fucking high. But that's the thing. It's like people associate um, high testosterone, high, or, or like higher or even just normal testosterone with like roid raging. But it's like when you're roid raging, you're exponentially higher. Like you're artificially yes. fucking yeah. way high. So that's a little different because you're going to have side effects because you're unnaturally high. Yep. We're just trying to get back to natural. Yep. You know, so it's like, but I feel like even like guys that are on steroids and are unnaturally high, they are less dangerous than guys that are fucking low. I agree. You know? So I think a lot of it is like other steroids, you know, that make you, that alter like your mental state. Trend's a bad one. Trend's rough. I've, I've never, never, I've never done it. I don't. I did. Really? What? I've done, I've taken trend back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I ever want to. I I did I took one cycle um way back in the day. Um it wasn't bad. It it did make me a little bit more aggressive. Yeah. But it gave my mind, but it wasn't uncontrollable. Like yeah. it was it was fine, but like if I would have stayed on trend and done cycle after cycle after cycle, like back to back cycles, yeah. I could see how that'd happen. Like trend's a rough is it's insane. Yeah. But this is I, I, I took trend before it was um illegal. Yeah, like it was it was totally legal. It, was, it wasn't authorized by the FDA, but no um, supplements generally aren't authorized by the FDA. Mm-hmm. And once the FDA catches up and says like, "Oh shit, this is basically just steroids," yep. 
then but they then they, then they just change they they take them away, kick them off the shelves, then they change like alter one one thing in the drug. It's the same drug, mm-hmm. just alter one little thing and put it back up, put it back out there. That's why like trend and stuff like that has come around so much because it's like it goes illegal and legal, illegal and legal because they're changing one little compound in it to make yeah. it different, just different enough to be able to sell it as a. Supplement before the FDA catches up to them again, but I did I, I did it back way way back in the day. I guess yeah. I was still in high school actually, <laughs> which is dumb because that probably wasn't great for your no natural test. No, no, not really. But um, it did get me jacked. That's pretty cool. It'll do that. Yeah, it was um, actually is after I got back from basic training. So because when I went to basic, I was uh, seventeen, and I was a fat fucking pudgy kid. Yep. Went to basic and I went from like, I was like 210. I went all the way down to like 180. Mm-hmm. I came back and I'm like, fuck, I'm a string bean pussy. <laughs> and someone's like, hey, do a cycle of this. I'm like, cool. Okay. What is it? And they're trend. I'm like, the you fuck is it? it? Like, it'll make you, it'll, it'll, it'll help. I'm like, okay, cool. I took a cycle of it and I cycled off it and I put on fucking 30 pounds. Mm-hmm. I got back up to like 210 and I was just, I was, pretty yoked I'm like fuck yeah dude i kept it which is cool because i didn't take i didn't do cycle after cycle after cycle right. i just get un, unnatural but i just took one cycle just to get up to get mm-hmm. put a little weight back on put on some muscle but anyways what were the fuck are we talking about that yeah oh yeah unnaturally high yeah that makes sense like if you're unnaturally high it makes yeah. sense if you're a little more aggressive but i still i still think like low like low testosterone, fucking weak men. They're the worst. They're, they're the most dangerous. Like, look at a lot of these liberal fucking dudes out there that are kicking and screaming about dumb shit. It's like, you're way more dangerous than I am, dude. Yeah, right. Yeah. The, you know the guy that called me earlier? Yeah. Yeah, right. No shit. He's fucking definitely low T. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> fucking soy boy. Yeah. But you just look at you. Can, you can see them everywhere. You know, you yeah. you know who they are. Yeah. They're those dudes, in my opinion, are the most dangerous because they're the most confused. Yeah, you know? I think so. And then even more dangerous than that are the guys that are um, just confused. But in general, they don't have maybe, maybe they don't have a a good strong male role model in their lives. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't have that. Maybe they have. Maybe they're maybe they're being raised in a certain way to be to be raised to be weaker. Like hey. A weak man is a safe man. And then they grow up confused and they're going through changes and they're going through puberty and they're like, fuck, but now I'm getting like, maybe my testosterone starts to spike a little bit. And I, I'm, I'm, conf- I'm conflicted here. I'm being told like I'm being raised in a certain way, but I don't feel that way. And I don't know. I'm confused. And then I'm going to fucking now everyone hates me and I hate everyone. And I'm mm-hmm. going to bring a gun to school and shoot everyone up. It's like, that's the kind of shit that I feel like happens to some of these guys where they're just like, Confused, lost, bad role model, bad role models, or no role models at all, and they're taught that um, if you're a strong man, then you're dangerous, evil man. Right. In you're reality, it's like, would you rather like, that old saying is like, would you rather be a warrior in a garden or a gardener in a war? Right. You know, where it's like, I would rather be a strong, healthy man, a strong, confident, healthy man. And not need to inflict violence anymore. Right. I'd rather not. I'd rather not do that. But it's also it's also because I I work out. I go to the gym in the mornings. I shoot my I shoot my I shoot guns. And I train, and I know that I am more 
I'm capable. I know that I'm personally capable of violence. To, of, of inflicting much more violence upon somebody than the average person. Yeah. But that makes me uh, safer, I feel like. I, I just watched Spider-Man the other day. You know, I said... Yeah. With great... Isn't it? With great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a lot of it. Just being responsible. Yeah. It's like, obviously, you know, but like being a big, strong man, which I strive to be, I'm not saying I am, but being, you know, a bigger dude and trying to get, being stronger and going to the gym, just knowing that and just walking around and be, and knowing in my mind being like, I could probably fuck all these dudes up. Oh yeah. That I'm around. I could probably fist fight this dude and beat the fuck out of him if I had to, right. but I don't want to, but if I had to, I could. Right. It, just having that level of confidence, I feel like is healthy. Yeah. Because it make it, it doesn't make me want to fight, but I'm just saying like, if I had to, you I could. could. That's another thing with TRT. Definitely raises your confidence. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And also with my, just like, handling weapons and stuff like that too, I'm like, I feel like just a lot more confident in myself yeah. and everything else. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, even out hunting, out hunting and stuff like that. I'm like, if I pull my fucking bow back, that motherfucker's done. Like, I just, yeah. you know, I don't know. It's just that little stuff. Like, mentally, it's mm-hmm. nice, you know? So, yeah, I don't know, man. I, it, that's a long winded answer to basically just saying, like, I, I, I just feel like every man should, uh, should for sure get tested because it's uh it doesn't hurt to get tested. It's well, not it's, expen- a trend. it's not expensive. It's a trend, you know. Yeah. You know, it's like okay. Well, something's going on. If this guy's low, this guy's low, this guy's low. Maybe I am. Maybe I am. And honestly, if I I was more nervous to find that if I found out that I was not low T, right. I'm like, God, now what's the answer? Because mine technically probably wasn't. That low? Yeah, it was. It yeah, it was, but not yeah that low. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, you weren't as low as I was. You weren't as low as Jordan was no. and stuff. But you're. I I still think that like especially guys like us like we when we joined the army I feel like we were high like higher testosterone oh, levels certainly because it's like that's what the army back then especially attracted guys that mm-hmm. were that had that. Mentality. Well, we joined a, in, in a time of war. Yeah. He like, attracted guys with that mentality. And guys with that mentality generally have higher testosterone. Right. So, um, but also it's like, that's nah, not really the case anymore right. with the military, but. Yeah. Now you can be a tree. That's, a, that's and, a story for another day. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild out there now, but. We don't need to go down that rabbit hole today. No, no. We've already <laughs> gone down a few, so. <laughs> but. No, I don't know, man. Uh, we're not going to fix the world's problems tomorrow or tonight. So no, we're at like two and a half hours. That's a that's a long time. That's a good that's a good time to probably call pump her. the brakes and maybe we can do round two another at another date. Right. But it's always fun getting in here and talking with um you know just someone that I'm super comfortable with. Obviously, yep. it makes conversations flow nice, so it's great. But I appreciate you coming in, yep. making the long no trip from your house to my house. So. Ah, <laughs> But no, I appreciate you coming, in, Mitch. Um, you want to? You have anything you want to close with? Uh not really. You know, I, actually, the guide out in Washington, 
Oh, yeah? He told me that I should, you know. When you're on the Victory Drive podcast, make yeah. sure you pump me up because yeah. it's uh, such a big show and everyone listens. It's the fastest growing gun podcast in the game. For show? In my opinion. Good. <laughs> I, don't, no. I don't know, but I'm just saying that. <laughs> no, it's uh, Olympus Outfitters, LLC, uh-huh. Forks, Washington. Guy's name's Quentin. He's a hell of a guy. You know, they they offer black bear, Roosevelt, uh, coastal blacktail hunts. Mm. I want to do that's a bucket list hunt. Right. That's I asked blacktail hunt. Dude, that'd yeah. be fun. And he said, you know, check him out on on Facebook. Cool. Quentin's a hell of a guy. Awesome. I I actually you know I keep up with him. You know, probably not as much as I should, but you know we talk occasionally. Well, that's the cool thing. I've talked to people about um, guided hunts and stuff, and. You know what's what's popular right now, especially in like social media, is like DIY, do it yourself, fuck guides. Yep. But it's like, dude, you go out there with a good guide, right? You're creating a friendship, especially yeah, like, people certainly like, people like us. Like, you know, it's like you're going on there and you're spending a bunch of time with this person, right? You know? A like minded person, yeah, yeah. It's, and dude, you level up so fast when you're with a guide. Mm-hmm. You learn so much, yeah. So it like, makes it, when you want to go back out DIY style, yeah. you have the tools. Yep. So it's definitely worth the investment, I feel like, to go with a guide anymore. Like I got to start thinking about that with elk hunting, too. I'm like, fuck. I'm living in Iowa, dude. I don't necessarily need a guide for whitetail hunting. No. That's because we lived here. Yeah. You go to a different state. I don't state. know shit about elk. I don't know shit about bears. Right. So it's different. It's different. And I could go there, and then if I get those skills and tools from those guys that know it, then I can go out on a DIY trip and be way more successful, I feel like. Yep. So. Cool, yeah, man. That's all I got, brother. Well, I appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, so thanks, Mitch. Thanks for coming in. Really yeah, no. do appreciate it, man. So, yep. It's all, all good. Right. See you. Yep, see ya. legendary shows in the outdoors is on waypoint tv don't miss primo's truth about hunting wednesday nights at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment Four in the morning, join me chef jean-paul bourgeois and the whole crew here at duck camp dinners every monday at 8 p.m eastern on waypoint tv birds up in the sky